This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. Yeah! It's the Basement Books Podcast! Rich Riz, he's got the news. Basement Chair, he's got the music. He's so cool. Welcome, everybody, to the Basement Bookers Podcast. Hot off of a too busy of a week for me to even get started. We got a lot to do. There's not a lot of time for small talk, people. We got to deliver the good news, the bad news. The fake news about real sports and entertainment. Let's fucking go. All right, listen, before before that, I gotta <laughs> ask because I, you know, I gotta know. I don't know. Did you happen to pass by the Isle of Relevancy on your cruise? You know, Rich Torres, in the middle of the ocean, there's nothing around. But at one point. During the voyage, I felt a stirring in my chest. I felt that I may have been in proximity to the island of relevancy. Wow. Is it like shrouded, do you think? I believe that no mortal eyes, save for those permitted by he who sits at the head of all tables, who we all take the time at this time to acknowledge the tribal chief Roman Reigns. For we serve at his behest. We do. I'd also like to take, take this moment to thank our tribal chief Roman Reigns for allowing us to be, until he tells us otherwise, the official podcast of the Isle of Relevancy. I consider the, the, uh, the cruise a boon mm. granted on to us by the tribal chief. Indeed. I, gotta, well, I, gotta... I am his basement champion. I was, I was, I was kind of wondering, like, did you get some of that hush money that they've been talking about that you uh, went on this cruise there? Technically, legally, I cannot say. <laughs> All right, that's our segue, folks. Uh, so I My have here. My nutta uh, prevents that. Yeah. You know what a nutta is. Yeah. Okay. Nda. Nda. Uh-huh. I got a nda. Nda, nda. All right. So I have here. Um, there's a paywall on Wall Street Journal. I'm not paying freaking a buck ninety nine a month or whatever the hell. But they're I found good news, though. They're legitimate news. I think. I for think the so. most part. I yeah. think. I think so. Like from from what I've seen. Like you remember, I was doing research. Like they seem to be like among the more neutral uh, news sites and such. Um, I think they took over the New York Times spot, which used to be the paper of record. Yeah. Uh, possibly. I don't remember. Yes. It's been a while. But I have the entire article here. I'm not going to read the, all of it. I'm going to read no, the key stuff yeah, because yes. I couldn't find any good, just basic summaries because there is so much. It's bullet pointing. There's so you much. Bullet, you got to point the bullet, Rich Riz. I, you know, I wish I could. I didn't have time to, to dig through and bullet point. So I'm just well, going to. You did your best. I'm going to read. You ready? Oh, hang on a second. I got to. All right, he knows how to read. Got it. You know how to read, brother. Yes, all right. Uh, quoting the Wall Street Journal here, and I, I edited some parts out that weren't relevant. It's, it's still pretty long, so fair warning. 
The board of World Wrestling Entertainment Inc. is investigating a secret $3 million settlement that longtime chief executive Vince McMahon agreed to pay a departing employee with whom he allegedly had an affair, according to documents and people familiar with the board inquiry. The January 2022 separation agreement bars the now former employee who was hired as a paralegal in 2019 from discussing her relationship with Mr. McMahon or disparaging him, the people said. The board's investigation, which began in April, has unearthed other older non-disclosure agreements involving claims by former female WWE employees of misconduct by Mr. McMahon and one of his top executives, John Laurinaitis, the head of talent relations at WWE, the people said. Big Johnny! The journal couldn't determine how many previous agreements were being scrutinized. The board's outside counsel was still collecting information about the other NDAs this week, but has determined that the payments totaled in the millions of dollars, the people said. The board's eight independent directors have retained New York-based law firm, blah, 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 to conduct the investigation, one of the people said. The board's preliminary findings are that Mr. McMahon used personal funds to pay the former female employees who signed the agreements, including the one involving allegations against Mr. Laurinaitis, this person said. In a letter to the Wall Street Journal, Mr. McMahon's attorney, Jerry McDevitt, not you, Jerry, said that the former paralegal hadn't made any claims of harassment against Mr. McMahon and that, quote, WWE did not pay any monies to the ex-employee, quote, on her departure. Speaking very carefully there, he was, it seems. Yeah, because it's Vince money. Right. So, the article continues. Board members learned of the $3 million agreement in a series of anonymous emails they received from someone who said the former WWE paralegal was a friend. The first email, sent to board members on March 30th, alleged that Mr. McMahon, 76 years old, initially hired the woman at a salary of $100,000, but increased it to $200,000 after beginning a sexual relationship with her. The email to the board also alleged that Mr. McMahon, quote, gave her like a toy to Mr. Laurinaitis. The board is investigating the allegations in the email the people familiar with the inquiry said. Quote, my friend was so scared so she quit after Vince McMahon and lawyer Jerry paid her millions of dollars to shut up, the initial email to the board said, referring to Mr. McMahon's longtime lawyer, Mr. McDevitt, who negotiated the deal according to people familiar with the board inquiry. The directors received a copy of the $3 million agreement from one of Mr. McMahon's lawyers on June 12th, one person familiar with the inquiry said. The non-disclosure agreement provided an upfront payment of $1 million to the former employee, with the remaining $2 million to be doled out over a period of five years, people familiar with the deal said. The former employee, 41, had fallen on hard times before joining the company and spoke of needing extra money, said people who spoke with her while she worked at WWE. She said she had a law degree but had never taken the bar exam, telling colleagues that her career got sidetracked while she tended to a sick parent, they said. The former employee moved from the legal department in 2021 to become an assistant to Mr. Laurinaitis, according to the people familiar with the inquiry. A WWE press release announced that Vince, quote, has voluntarily stepped back from his responsibilities as CEO and chairman of the board until the conclusion of the investigation. McMahon will retain his role and responsibilities related to WWE's creative content during this period. The special committee has appointed Stephanie McMahon to serve as interim CEO and interim chairwoman. Not that it's particularly important, but Meltzer noted that Vince and Linda have been together have not been together for some time now. Lot to unpack here. Obviously, not all of that was part of the uh, Wall Street Journal report. I kind of all just got thrown in there. But so for us, you and I, Jerry, this is the first time in our lifetimes, literally. 
in our entire lifetimes that Vince McMahon is not the head of WWE. Uh, yeah, this is big, Richard Riz. I just want to state at one point you said some words that go, when go together mean a different thing. When you said the people and millions, and I couldn't interrupt you, and I was going to say, and millions. <laughs> you could have. <laughs> I, I would have kept going. I, 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 I'm glad that, uh, that you would have, but I couldn't risk that because you were on a roll. Right. And, and also I was like learning. And my ADD. Be- I was learning because like, yeah, I seen the headline and I even asked if you seen it cause I saw it first, but I didn't get any like, you know, real information cause I was like, you know, on vacation. I didn't give a shit. Right. So that being said, and I want to say just in case, and this is, you know, this is a refined podcast, Mr. Riz. I want to say that this is some Dark shit. Yup. Alright. Um, my feeling on the matter is uh, there's a power dynamic here. Uh, regardless of them being consenting adults or it's sketch. It should have never he shouldn't have done that. Uh, two loyal listeners to this basement bookers podcast, and you Richter is not even you with your memory, mm. can forget the many times I've said when is it going to happen to Vince? Mm-hmm. How many times have I said there's something? It's going to come up. I don't want it to, but something's going to come up. There is no fucking way. Mm-hmm. And here we are. And I got to say, I'm not happy about it. I'm a little disappointed that the chairman decided to step down. Because yet, while I understand it's a publicly traded company, Vince McMahon has always been an innovator. Mm-hmm. Because that's what all these CEOs do, and I'm going to say they step down for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. But the fact that I, I I don't really think if there's no if he really believes there's no wrongdoing, he shouldn't have stepped down, and they can't do anything anyway. Mm-hmm. They can't vote him out. So I I I think he's just doing it because he's gonna it, nothing's gonna happen. So here's something that the Wall Street. So this news came out like the the news of him stepping down came it's out like Sunday, right? Uh, oh wait, I'm like, sorry. I thought I was on a weekend. No, I think it was Hold like on. Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, it was Wednesday or late Tuesday. Right. So the news of him stepping down came after the Wall Street Journal report. So the Wall Street. No, Journal... definitely Wednesday because I left on Tuesday. There you go. Definitely Wednesday. Yeah. So definitely. So this wasn't included, and this wasn't made mention of in the report, but. Him stepping down as chairman and CEO is kind of a, a bit of a sleight of hand, and I'll tell you why. Vince owns Class B stock in WWE, and he has him and the McMahon family ha- obviously have more of it than anyone else. Class B stock, I think, I don't know about pricing, but voting power on the board of directors, Class B stock is weighed twice as much. Yeah, they can't do shit. So, while he he's has... He's the majority. Right, so even though, he, even though he's stepped down from the title, shit still can't happen if he doesn't want it to. He's smart, man. I'm telling you. This guy, the fact that he's gotten away with it this long, mm-hmm. and I didn't mean to interrupt, but I think this is a coup. I think this is an attempt at a coup. Somebody on that board... Con... God, it might be, it might be, 
But I'm, I'm not I'm not going to rule it out. I'm not going to mm-hmm. rule it out. But I think it's got to be someone that's been there for a long time. Someone who can be privy to this information. Mm. So let what me... if Kevin Dunn is trying to fuck Vince over? Yeah, I saw I saw something about him also. Like maybe they might be looking at him, or maybe they think he was the leak or something. I don't know, dude. I wouldn't be surprised if like one day they like, oh yeah, fucking. By the way, this is all allegedly in a fantasy scenario. No one is accusing anyone of anything. We're not doing anything illegal here. Mm-hmm. This is a comedy podcast, uh, just so you're aware. And disclaimer. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, the news was like, all right, so, you know, Kevin Dunn was getting investigated, and uh, turns out, you know, he was really nervous and scared and kind of blurted out that they both killed somebody. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Ed... Like, Kevin Dunn and, and, you know, like, and his, like, you know, a long time ago helped him get rid of a body. Mm-hmm. And that's why he's just, like, been Teflon. Like, you, you could never get rid of the guy. Yeah, Vin, Vin like, showed up at his house at, like, 2 in the morning. He's like, I need a shovel, pal. It's like, yeah, I got, I got no, a shovel. No, it's like, What's listen, it you want to, you want to, listen, you want to be in the wrestling business mm-hmm. forever? Mm-hmm. This is what you're going to do. And you're going to shut up about it. Because mm-hmm. I'll kill you, too. Or something crazy. You know what I mean? Because Vince is from that old school. He's that old school. He survived that. He came up from the trailer park, man. Mm -hmm. There's something wrong with that man. We know this. I've said this. There's something wrong with this man. There has to be something wrong with you to be this successful in that business. Mm -hmm. Deadass. And that is why, like, the only way Tony Khan can even lace up the chairman's loafers is if he were dead. Mm Mm-hmm. That's the only way. You have to kill this man to take that away from him. I was actually like, thinking Nick Khan when I said Khan. No, but I'm just saying oh, yeah. like promoters because yeah, 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 yeah. he, he's not a promoter. Oh, yeah, no, no. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. And it, uh, listen, there's no relation that we know of. It's spelled differently. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying paperwork can be changed. You know, deep cover is deep cover. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, it could be like a family thing, you know? No, it, it's spelled different. What are you even talking about? What are you, a fucking bigot? <laughs> exactly. Right away, like, no, 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 we're not a bigot. No, no, that's ridiculous, of mm-hmm. course. And then there you go. So, wow, man. I got to say, I don't know. Maybe I'm getting too conspiracy-minded here, but it's cra- this shit is crazy. I could not believe this. I'm like, what a week to go on vacation. Yup. Like, they, t- they decided to spring this shit on me. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting there, I'm out on the deck, viewing the ocean, the beautiful air, with my wife, with my really hot wife, just looking at the ocean, celebrating being the basement champion again, mm-hmm. you know, and I can't stop thinking about it. I'm like, who is it? Did they kill somebody? What are we doing here? Is there a kid? Is the Hornswoggle, was the Hornswoggle gimmick a little fucking rib at Vince that just got through the paperwork? <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or even yet, Vince did it on purpose knowing what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Hey, what if this happened? Let me uh, add another layer here. to. Oh, my God. Theories. There's another fucking layer to this? It, this is like the Kennedy assassination now. So I, I'm, I'm kind of just, I'm seeing dots and connecting them, right? Yeah. So, Kevin Dunn and Vince McMahon definitely didn't bury a body together. Right. They, they definitely they certainly cover did not up, allegedly uh, do that. They definitely didn't cover up Jimmy Snooker murdering somebody. Right. They definitely didn't do that. He definitely didn't do that. 
And Allegedly, I don't know. Right, and Vince has no idea where Jimmy Hoffa is. But he's got no idea Jimmy Hoffa was cremated in that crematorium. Right. So the thing with Stephanie McMahon stepping back and everything happened after there was some shifts made internally by Vince. We, we don't have the details of what the shifts were. These are just reports that have gone out. So the initial rumors were Vince started a shakeup within the company that to where Stephanie said, okay, I'm, I'm at that point, I'm going to step back, right? Right, right. Now, Vince met with Stephanie, and Stephanie told him she was going to step back, and he's like, okay, let's make these changes because of that, like in preparation of it. So that was what actually happened. But all this still started after the investigation started. So what if Vince saw the writing on the wall that far in advance because we know we know he has this cra- kind of crazy kind of fucking foresight because he was thinking of the WWE network in the 90s in the early 90s look i <clears throat> i think uh like the shit was weighing on him and i actually think he's happy about this so wait, so what if stephanie coming in to quote unquote replace him as interim ceo and interim chairwoman was his idea anyway. I, yeah, it, it only makes sense because at first you're meant to think it's the uh, 2000 feud with Triple H and Stephanie and Vince mm-hmm. because Stephanie, Stephanie, like, stabbed Vince in the back because he fucking kept using her as, like, you know, she got crucified by the fucking Undertaker mm-hmm. and all this shit and she was tired of it and so she decided... That she's gonna fucking take over, and this started the Vince, the 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 Helmsley uh, McMahon McMahon Helmsley regime, mm-hmm. which was a nightmare for us yeah. creatively. I couldn't stand it. Triple H, you know, a lot of people could talk shit about Triple H. Oh, he was never really the best worker, and all this and that. But like, I fucking hated that man. Mm-hmm. I hated that man during the McMahon Helmsley thing. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm starting to think like, okay, what if it's that? Right, that's a possibility. But what if the opposite could be true? I don't think this is more true. I think it could be true that, like, they're in it together mm-hmm. because that would be a Vince thing to do. What if Stephanie's a leaker? Yo. Like, think about it. One second, she voluntarily, and I'm doing the finger thing, mm-hmm. steps back. What really it is, she's told that's what she's going to do. And the billion dollar princess is not a fucking character, dude. Mm. Like, that's some that's from someplace real. She's like, all right, you're gonna fuck me, you're gonna try to fuck me over like that. I'm fucking I'm dropping the nuke. Mm. And that's what happened. Or what if both are true? Mm-hmm. She did do that. And Vince is like, all right, I'll step down. Uh, game recognized game. I actually feel a little bit relieved. You could do it. Mm-hmm. And we'll leave it at that. Or, Fuck. or what if it's Triple H for the murder of NXT Black and Gold? I mean, this could be a revenge killing. The, the evisceration of it. Uh, honestly, dude, I'm starting to think that you're right. Like, it may, you may have been trying to make a joke here. But I think you're on to something. I think this goes deeper 
than we realize. Mm-hmm. I think this goes back to the to the 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 height of the black and gold brand's popularity. Fitz McMahon, this crazy son of a bitch, was feeling threatened. And that's when he decided to interfere. That's when he started putting his hands in there. Maybe not directly, indirectly at first. I want you down there, Pritchard, uh, or whoever. Didn't he send Kevin Dunn down there at one point? I think so, for writing creative. And that weasel fucking sucks. So, and then it starts there, and then in that. And then it fucking stresses Triple H so bad, it almost fucking kills him. Mm -hmm. Triple H is out of the picture. Vince gets to do whatever the fuck he wants. I think that's part of the reason Roman Reigns will reign for a thousand years. Mm. And I guess we'll talk more about that too later. Yep. But um, I think that it, may, it might go back to that. I think you're on to something, man. I think we're on to something together here. I think this is probably like... I think it's 90%. I think, we're, I think it's one of those things where we're like there. We're just like... It's like operation, you know? We're like right where we need to be to pick that fucking thing up out of there, you know? Mm-hmm. If we're just careful enough and don't touch the sides. Yep, don't touch we're the sides. We're about to touch the sides, though. Mm-hmm. You know what? I think we're on to something, dude. And I think it does, it, it might go that, that far. This is, it might be revenge. Stephanie's taking revenge for what she, what Vince did to Hunter. It almost killed him, man. She's all grown up now. No, 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 no. I'm telling you, dude, this, and everybody knows how much it pains me to say this, what me being sexist at all. But she's, I think this is her. I, she's like this master. She's a master manipulator. Hmm. She was pissed, man. This is revenge. This is it. That would be an amazing story. Oh my God, please be true. Because I'd love to see the movie. Yeah. Like, I don't want no Dark Side of the Ring. I want a movie. We're good fucking actors. In a universe. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you get to play The Rock? Just get Rock. What do you mean? Nah, I think it would be funny to get somebody else to play The Rock. <laughs> you, 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 get, you get Chris Rock. You get Chris Rock to play The Rock. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> I'm just thinking about like a... Sh- uh, a Chris Rock with a shaved head. And he's got to wear wrestling hey, tights. Dude, he'd need a belt to put the Rock's tights on. Yup. You know what I mean? Uh. Like his dick will fall out because they're too big. Uh. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, man. I yeah. No, nah, if they do a movie, I'd run it to be about this shit. Like I'd want to see a, as little of wrestling as possible. Yeah. I don't even want to see the ring. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I want all backstage, and, like, maybe, like, you see somebody walk across something, and there's something in the background, but not enough where you can see anything, mm-hmm. because that ruins it. Just, we don't want to see that shit, because we already see that shit. We want to know what's going on over there. Or, or just don't even go past Gorilla, because there's really no need to. No, just like, just like the fans, you're not allowed to go past Gorilla. Yeah. This is for you right now. Mm-hmm. Very good idea. And speaking of, so he insisted on coming out on SmackDown. I'm not skipping ahead. This is still directly related. No, no. This is this is definitely clipped together. Yeah, and you, and you saw that. You saw what he said, right? I, I watched, in this order, SmackDown, the rest of Raw after AJ Styles fucking blew it against Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, he's going to win. Um, I watched 
Rampage. No, I watched Dynamite. Then I watched Rampage. And then I watched NXT. Mm. All of this coming home off of a fucking cruise. Oh, and like after shopping for groceries because we had no fucking food. Dedication, man. Yeah, and I, I'm I'm amped up and because I could not resist talking about all this shit. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh I I I'm I'm caught up on everything. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like just nothing. Mm-hmm. And I guess we're gonna like di- try to dissect what that means. So I think because he... I I have a theory. Yeah. I think. The whole point of it was he wanted to get a feel for the crowd's reaction of just him, you know? Like, we know that a lot a lot, a lot of public lawsuits like this are, like, public opinion carries a lot of weight. And it, if not, like, if not influencing decision, it could sort of let you know, it could force, it could, um, what was it, provide some foresight into how the lawsuit's going to go. Like, if, if the crowd is heavily in his favors, he's like, okay, so, you know, the lawsuit's probably going to go pretty well. If the crowd was heavily against him, it was going to go bad, you know? Like, the court of public opinion. And I mean, there could be a potential juror in there. Yeah. So, it... He got a pretty mixed reaction, and then he said what he said, which was... What he said was... A lot of nothing. but Oh, it was something to me, but I'll let you finish. Right. But he said, you know, the basically, I feel like it was him foreshadowing, basically saying he'll be back. It's like, goodbye for now. I'll be back. Listen, he basically said kind of what you said, but also this. It was mine before. It's still mine. Mm. It's going to be mine. For fucking ever. Mm-hmm. And some you guys, it's me and you. Us together. Fuck everybody else. That's what that was to me. Mm. I was like, fuck yeah, Vince. I've seen a lot. Like, I, I'm always getting a little bit curious on what the other, uh, the opinion are of other wrestling fans our age. Mm-hmm. And I got to say, I'm very disappointed in the reaction to that. Because a true wrestling fan would know exactly what Vince was saying to that moment. He was talking to me. And he was talking to you. Mm-hmm. And he was talking to listeners of the Basement Bookers podcast. Because our fans are the realest fans. That's right, they are. Okay? And that is, not a, that, is not a, that is not a promotional tool. That's not a catchphrase. It's not a fancy jacket. It's a way of life. And he was talking to us. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't get that, I'm sorry for you. It's us together. Fuck the rest. I think my mind was just so overloaded with all everything that was going on like there's another tremendous news story that is just dwarfed by the by these allegations honestly dude in 2022 i say all bets are off Mm -hmm. honestly like there's a lot going on that i didn't see coming yeah well i did but you know the thing about conspiracy theorists we really don't want to be right it's just fun to talk about yeah so, speaking of things we didn't want to be right about, uh, Jeff Hardy was arrested early afternoon Monday, 12... 12- that was this week! That was that's this how, week. That's yeah. how fucking crazy this shit is, people. Yep. This week is the same week. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Space it out, man. These promoters got to work together on this shit. Mm-hmm. Seriously, mm-hmm. like, 
No, like, if you're talking about any, if you're not talking about WWE this week, what are you doing? Really, like, get out of whatever industry you're in, if it's related to wrestling, and you're not talking about WWE, stop it, because you're failing. Dude, that Weasel Meltzer was on CNN. Oh, that's terrible. I know, right? Oh, why would... Well, it's CNN. They don't really have much credibility. I guess they like they don't know any better. No, they definitely don't know any better. They they've obviously never seen his house. I mean, you know, it, it you know Jordan Peterson. Uh, he's like a guy. You know, he's really helpful and stuff. I learned a lot from him. Uh, he always says, "Clean your room." Mm. You know, and and it's not you know obviously clean your room, but it means something. You know, if you yeah. don't you don't clean your room, you're you, you know it it says a lot about you. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, what a sloppy bitch that guy is, huh? Seriously. So yeah, uh, he uh, he was arrested Monday, charges of driving with a canceled, suspended, or revoked license, violation <sighs> of restrictions placed on a license, and his third DUI offense in ten years, which, as I understand it, amplifies. Yeah, it amplifies the severity of anything, any sort of action against him. You got three strikes, bro. You can't use. You know what? After what happened with Sonny, they need to do something. They need to make. They need to fucking send a message. This shit ain't gonna fly. Every fucking wrestler, every fucking person, before you even think about putting a fucking key in the ignition, and your stupid ass has been drinking, think about that. That should ruin your career. I think Jeff Hardy should be fired from all elite wrestling because he could have killed somebody. Mm. So th- there's a lot of detail to go through here. I want to point one thing out. Um, you remember I sent you a screenshot from a friend of mine who, well, a friend of my wife's, I should say, who runs um, wrestling conventions like autograph conventions and such, right? Yeah. He was in Florida running a convention that Jeff Hardy was at. He said at twelve at twelve thirty that night he was with Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy was seen by a bunch of people. He was out in public doing singing karaoke, blah, 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 not drinking, right? Right. The initial reports I said that uh, that I saw were saying that Jeff Hardy was arrested uh, Sunday night. The footage, I had to, TMZ re- released the dash cam footage. This happened Monday afternoon. Oh, my God. So... Um, so you don't give me that. No, it was nighttime. There's not that many people outside. Right. You could have killed somebody. So the officers on the scene said that they got at least three or four 911 calls that he was uh, like swerving all over the road. Jesus Christ, man. So wait a second. Does that mean he did the convention after getting arrested? No, he did the convention the, day, the night before. Oh, right. Okay, so he was day drinking? Yeah. Damn, man. You know, like, honestly, and look at that. Look at all the stuff the AEW crackheads were talking. We're not even at the damn man part yet. Trust oh, me. I know. I know. I just wanted to say, because yeah, you yeah. got to gotta get to the how much he was over, Oh, right? yeah. I got all a right. chart. He, he has never been this over in his entire career. But you know what? I want you to get this shit done now. <laughs> this this shit's important. All right. This puts this sets the stage better. So people are not like, I think you're overreacting. Please, Rich, let them know just how drunk this motherfucker was when he decided to put himself behind the wheel of a car. All right. So the officer said he 
appeared to, quote, to be in a stupor and confused. They ran a breathalyzer. They ran a breathalyzer twice. He blew a .294 and a .291. The legal limit to drive in Florida is .08. Oh my God, dude! That's how many times the limit? You know, not not for me because I know math. The, the but just in case somebody doesn't know math, that's almost four times the legal limit. That's right, guys. Four times the legal limit. I knew that too because I math too. But I wanted Rich to let you guys know because this is his segment. Based on charts I looked at online, you could just Google it. He had to have had within that one hour time frame fourteen or more drinks. That could be shots, it could be full glasses of, like, uh, rum and coke, or whatever. What if he's just downing a bottle of whiskey? Like, it could, it could be just downing a bottle of whiskey. I heard that was his kryptonite. Sh- sh- shots worth. Like, so he had, like, he was singing karaoke, and, like, they, someone with a video video camera, like, clipped that. He said, oh, whiskey's my best friend and my worst enemy, or something like that. And took a shot. Right. Or, or he drank from a glass. I don't know. A, I don't know what was in that glass. B, all that could have just been a lead into a karaoke song he was doing. Like I'm, like I'm not trying to whatever. But C, that was twelve hours before he got arrested. So, while whether it was or if it wasn't, that didn't directly contribute to this blood alcohol level. The chart that I found says that between 0.25 and 0.4, you're in a stupor. Once you get to 0.35, you're at risk of putting yourself in a goddamn coma. Yo. 0.45. Death. Your heart, at, at this point, at the 0.35 area, your heart slows down dangerously. That's what puts you into a coma. Or that's what kills you if you get to 0.45. So he was almost dead? He was like he was he was almost he almost drank himself into a coma in the literal sense of the word here. This guy needs a lot of help. They like WWE was right. Look at that. Mm. And then when he pulled that bullshit because you know what oh I passed the test. You can't test for alcohol. There's no alcohol test. Mm-hmm. Like, they drug test him. They didn't fucking breathalyze him or whatever. And it's not like he was drinking on the job. Mm-hmm. He wasn't impacting it or TNAing it, as you want to, <laughs> you can call it. Nice. This isn't a sting. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't some sting, guys. Like they fucking knew it, and he fucking sat there and he fucking denied it too. It's fucking gross, man. And a lot of us believed him too. Well, I, I I'm not saying I did. I'm just saying I don't know one way or the other for sure. I I don't know necessarily if I would, you know, just go back on that. But this certainly that is amazingly dangerous level of intoxication. They showed him try like they didn't even bother trying to get him to do like the walking test. Like, they put they put him on like on a white line in the parking lot, right? Mm-hmm. Feet together, hands at his sides, and he he couldn't stand without like tipping over for more than like ten seconds, barely. Good luck saying the alphabet backwards while touching your nose and standing on one leg. Well, they made it. They made him count to thirty. I think with his eyes closed, whatever. But while standing like that, 
and the like while he's counting, they just start cuffing him. They must have already breathalyzed him. And then they told him he was under arrest. T uh, TMZ uh, for that video, by the way. I think TMZ is doing God's work sometimes. <sighs> um, I think Jeff Hardy needs help. I think uh, he should be fired from TNA or Impact or Dynamite or New Japan or Ring of Honor. I have, um, I have a. St I think it's fucked up because now I, because and I'm pretty sure it's because of him that I have to deal with the Young Bucks being the fucking AEW Tag Team Champions again, and yeah. I'm fucking pissed. So I have the statement here from AEW and Tony Khan. Uh, it says we were able to resume contact with Jeff Hardy this afternoon. AEW does not condone Jeff's alleged behavior. We've made it clear to Jeff that we'll assist him in getting treatment for substance abuse issues, which he has indicated that he's open to receiving. In the interim, he is suspended without pay, and he can only return to AEW upon successfully completing treatment and maintaining his sobriety. Signed, Tony Khan. That's on Twitter. Cool, man. Well, uh, as long as he's not paying him, because you know what he's going to do with that money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeff. You know, it could, like, look, it could have been worse. He could have died, or worse, he could have killed somebody. Mm. But honestly, like, I, I, I think there's a correlation between the drinking and the wrestling. There very likely is. Booker, I think Booker T hand on his podcast points the finger directly at Tony Khan and AEW for allowing Jeff to pull some of the stunts he's been pulling like in in the ring like all these dives and everything knowing that he has addiction problems and you know you get someone that's literally throwing their body off a ladder that that also has substance abuse problems they're they're going to go back to it because it's it's it literally numbs the pain yeah they're self-medicating and not in a good way. Yeah, like, he should just, like, he, I, honestly, I would recommend CBD, but I think his he's so addicted to drugs and shit that he can't even do that. Like, I think he needs to just be straight edge. Like, he has to stop. Well, he should, pro he should probably try talking to RVD first. Uh, see what... He what like what he can get that will treat the specific pains that he has. I think he can't have anything related to drugs, dude. Like he's gotta be like he can't have painkillers. He can't have nothing. Mm. Like he can't wrestle anymore. Like he's gotta figure something else out. Be a musician or something. Get that high somewhere else. He's obviously shown that he can't handle this. Mm. Like it's too much for him. His style. He he can't. He that's the only way he knows how to do it. Mm-hmm. Jeff, Jeff, if you're listening, we just don't want to see the bad ending. We want to get the good ending. Okay? That's what we want. We don't want this to be an episode of Dark Side of the Ring. Right. Like, where everybody's like, if only I did something. Like, if, you got to talk to him. Like, he needs help. Mm -hmm. You know? And you got to be forceful. You can't let him just, like, oh, you know, I'll be all right. You know, whatever. What sucks is it's it's definitely 
like from what I've seen and from my, my experiences, and like you'll hear this from anyone that's um, suffered from addiction or knows someone that suffers from addiction, they have to want to get clean. He has to really want it because that's the only way he's going to be able to put in the the daily, the hour by hour, minute by minute effort to not reach the for the bottle. You know? Yeah. Like everyone has like everyone that's sober they're like, "Oh, I have this many years, this many months, this many whatever." But you you don't get there if you're not vigilant every minute of every day of all those days. Some days it's a, it's a struggle. Like me, I got this alcohol fridge like 8 feet, 10 feet away from me. Dozens of bottles of beer in there. Bro, you've been like uh, an example, like really. Like you've been really good. Thank you. Like I like f- I fortunately had never gotten to that point, but you know, that do- that doesn't make the urges that I have not real, you know? I might not always talk about them. And, like, I'll sit there, I'll be like, I, like oh, watching the, uh, watching, like, a Broken Skull session, and they're, they're toasting, they're having a beer, and they're doing a shower. And I'm like, you know, it's just a liquid. It's just something you drink. It's just something you, like. Yeah, you can't, man. I know. And then I, I and then I have that argument, and I, I get angry, because, like, I, I feel like it's not fair that, they can drink it because they can put it down. They can tell themselves when they've had enough. And it's not fair that I can't. I don't have that switch. And I get angry with myself. I get angry with the fact that with with them for being able to control it. Anyway, Jeff, I'm rooting for you. Please Get the help you need. Accept the help. Accept that you're in trouble. We want you to have the happy ending. Not that happy ending, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, happy ending extra. Uh, all right. <laughs> Tell them what they want. There we go. Tell them what they really want. Someone got told what they wanted. Raj Geary reported that he heard that Sasha Banks was released from her contract. I don't think that's true. The WrestleVotes Twitter account and Sean Rossap later stated they've heard from multiple backstage sources that they also believe that Sasha got her release, but both sides are just waiting to actually announce it. My guess is there's just a lot of news happening at the moment. Let's hold off. Oh my god. Oh my god. What if what if Vince McMahon was sleeping with one of Snoop Dogg's relatives? And Sasha Banks is the love child. Hmm. She's the leaker. She wants out. Well, we know Sasha's biological mother. That's right. We've seen her. That's right. I don't remember hearing of any reports that she ever worked for WWE. Okay. What does that even mean, dude? But But you're right. That doesn't mean... Look, oh, I'm wait. just joking, but think about it. Oh, wait, so Sasha's mother's white. Oh, okay. Never mind. Unless That's another reason why that there's was... a reason Vince McMahon got away. 
with what he did on that SmackDown episode. Mm. And everybody just knew. Mm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I, I remember the soft R. Or non-R, whatever you'd call that. Yeah. It's not not exactly like, uh, you know, like a Booker T one, you know? Right. <laughs> oh, man. That, like, of all the shit that Booker T's done in his life, going to jail and everything, I bet that, that was the most embarrassing. Yeah, bro. Like, seriously. <laughs> like, I'm trying to think. I, sometimes I'll sit there and I'll try to try to think of something that could be more embarrassing. And nothing really came up. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Dude, that picture, by the, just like while it's in my mind that I sent you that I was going to meme. Yeah. How hilarious was that photo? Like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, ah! Wow. <laughs> That's that face that she has when I say something fucking retarded. I f- that, that's the face I always see. I know. It's I, the best. I hope for fact. And now I have it frozen in time for fucking ever. It's amazing. You do. I, I hope for Farron that that never gets out. She okayed it. Okay. She said I could show it okay. to you. Okay. No, no, I mean that it never gets out beyond that. Oh, my God. Imagine she she just becomes a meme and it just explodes. Wow. It's in, like, every Facebook timeline. She, so you so, know what? I don't think I'm gonna do that. I have the I don't context. Want to share that. This, it's she. <laughs> she's the. What the fuck are you doing, wife? It's like, it's like what are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what. I must have said something to get that reaction, though. You must have. <laughs> you do that. It must have been the sun. It's a combination of the sun in her eyes, also, because mm. like we were having trouble with that shit too. Oh, you got sunglasses. Yeah, I. She doesn't though. Right. <laughs> that's the point. That's why. That's why you get sunglasses. Because yeah, at worst it blocks out the sun. At best, you, it you know it it makes it much less obvious that that's the uh, expression you're making. Yeah, I believe it's y'all's imagination. It's just the best. Just think of like the dumbest shit I say on this podcast as someone besides you. Wait, you might have made a face that's close to that. I probably Not have. exactly. I probably Not have. you. I'm, oh. I'm, I'm generalizing. Oh, but yes, obviously. Yeah. Like, you've known me long enough mm-hmm. where you've heard everything. Yep. You know, and uh, listen, if, 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 if everybody knew everything on this podcast, we wouldn't have one. Indeed. Like, that's the end. Like, there's no defending that. Anyway. Uh, let's continue. Uh, Sasha Banks, well... I don't know. What do you think? You think it's true? I think it's bullshit because it's not announced by WWE.com because they have no problem letting you know. Generally. I uh, I don't know. I think the... Nah, nah. Anytime, regardless of how public shit is, it always gets on the website. Well, always. So she was... Um, she That's had... why I didn't think this Newsweek was that big because I thought of that as not real news. If that was real, though, that would explode the week. So, he, so here's something. She had she had just gotten she just got eye surgery, right? She uh, apparently at some place that they do a lot of WWE superstars, and the 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 doctor's office, whatever it's called, I don't remember their name, uh, released a video of Sasha basically saying, "Hi, I'm here." Blah blah blah, yada yada. Get my eyes fixed, yada yada. She said, "Hi, I'm Mercedes Renato." 
Wait, what? She didn't say, hi, I'm Sasha Banks. Interesting. That might not mean anything. When's the last time she used a real name for freaking anything that involved her and publicity? Her Twitter account. Yeah? Yeah. Even before this shit started. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember. It's been a long time. It's been a long it would goddamn be week. Her name and then at Sasha Banks, WWE. Okay. But it's her name. Alright. I have L to I, Twitter nub. Yeah, I, I don't I don't I'm not I don't go on like her profile often. Anyway. I just see her tweets in my timeline because I follow wrestling Twitter. Mm. As you should be. Jesus Christ. I do. I don't Although thank you, Sasha is trending. Mm. So I, so a lot of people believe There's it. There's some people say some ridiculous shit, though. Yeah. Here's an example. Like Ryback. Oh. Sasha, this is, I don't know, this is, at least with Ryback, you could laugh about it. Mm-hmm. Sasha Banks defied a generation. And while doing so, she cemented herself as the greatest women's wrestler of, of all time. Shut the fuck up. Oh, by the way, it's greatest women's wrestler or all time. Nice. Not of, but or all time. Hashtag thank you, Sasha. And it's got her and her dumb face of the Mandalorian. Get out of here. So here's how you can tell that this person is probably a third of our age. Because a third of our age would be a generation to this person. A generation? This person obviously doesn't know what a generation actually is. I think. Time just travels so much faster for these new people. It's like they don't get it. So it, it's a it's a perspective thing. I wouldn't even say current day though. She's not even the best wrestler now. She's not. She, and you're you're crazy. Maybe to you she is, or somebody else. And like you know, I guess this is like that Mount Rushmore thing. It's subjective, but she's not. I'll Honestly, she's not. So I'll say she was probably... Serena Deeb's a better wrestler than Sasha Banks. Yes. All right. And on the PWI, not that I think it matters, She's is she ever number one? Not that I've ever heard. So come on. Stop this. This is silly nonsense. I think she's great at all, but I wouldn't say she's the best of all time. She's not goaded. She's not goaded like just current. Like, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe compared to like, you know, she's better than any diva. But, like, I don't know, not by that much. Like, a Molly Holly, I think, in her prime, could run circles around Sasha Banks, maybe. Mm. You know what I mean? Well, we we never saw Molly Holly, like... I think a Gail Kim could, like, match up to Sasha Banks. Definitely. You know? They actually have very similar styles. Except Gail Kim was a little more on the submission side. Sasha yeah, had submission, but yeah. Yeah, that's why I, that's why I uh, use her as an example. Like, how many times you hear me mention Gail Kim? Hardly ever. Yeah, but when she was around, I thought she was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, anyway. So Gail Kim's, on, you know, you guys, you kids got to get on that Gail Kim, man. Yeah, I looked that up on the YouTube is what the kids call it. Yep, Gail Kim in Impact in particular. Her, yeah. Her first one. I've had to YouTube some of those because, like, I didn't, like, watch that shit. But she's good. You know, she was really good. Go ahead. Maybe not so much as a character, but yeah. Yeah, so ba- so like, obviously she had an iconic, Gail Kim meaning, had an iconic feud with, um, uh, I keep wanting to say, uh, Awesome Kong. 
But look for her other matches because obviously someone the size of Gail Kim and someone the size of Awesome Kong, there you know there's a specific story that's being told and it's just gonna kind of get just gonna be a rehashing of that. But like look look at all her other matches, um, and you'll you'll anyway. Getting off Gail Kim back to Sasha, I think it's most fair and most accurate to say she was prominently featured on the main roster for what like five years a long time she she has some firsts as michael cole told us first of first of first two black women to main event wrestlemania yeah you don't have to tell me that i keep using that as a weapon against her being a fucking stuck up spoiled fucking snake yeah because like look at all these things that were given to you Mm -hmm. and what for Bianca Belair is better wrestler than you, mm-hmm. at least to me. Like, you're lucky to even be in there with her. You need a tag team championship, but you don't like how it's fucking perceived. You have the belts. Who gives a shit? Roman Reigns, the undisputed, the undisputed universal champion. The la- I don't remember the last time he defended the championship. Wrestle, uh, he didn't. Uh, SmackDown was his first title defense since winning the, since unifying the titles at Mania. Exactly. So what the fuck is her problem? Like, who gives a shit if the women's tag team championships, which, by the way, what are they, like, two tag teams? Are they two women's tag teams? Are they two actual women's tag teams? Let's, let's say three. Are there any real let's women's say three tag if we, teams? If we include, um... Shayna Baszler a- and Natalya. Plus Nikki Ash and Dewdrop. Okay. So that's three, including Naomi and Sasha Banks, right? Right. At the time. Mm-hmm. And now, currently, John Laurinaitis. But, what the fuck? Like, what What do you want? Like, what more has to be given to you? You think you would have been on The Mandalorian if it wasn't for WWE? If it wasn't for Vince McMahon? To play, Hell no! To play devil's advocate Go ahead. here. Yep. How could you play devil's advocate with everything that's been given to her? She was, uh, when... When she was pitched the storyline with Naomi as tag champs and everything, she was promised a certain number of things. Her point, one of her points in walking out was that they haven't delivered on those promises, and with the booking that they had they had made for that particular night, it was completely shitting on some of those promises. It was the exact opposite of what she was promised. So she was upset that she was promised things, and that none of them have come to fruition. So I understand that. It does that condone wa- literally walking out on your job. Li- by the way, on the fans and people who pay to see you. And by the way, the it's, fans you claim to care about. And by the way, that's not only you. That's also another loyal employee that you're dragging down with you. Who, by the way, had a lot more time on their contract. Sasha had only two months left on her contract, according yeah, to that's... reports. Yeah, and Naomi had like two years left. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm willing to give Sasha the benefit of the doubt that she's like, listen, if you don't want to do this with me, it's okay. And I think Naomi is a loyal friend, and I think that's what that's what made her do that. Like, I think I want to say I want to think that Sasha Banks not like really like that selfish. I want to think that she's like, listen, if you don't, if you're not willing to do this, then. Unless it was like a together decision, like they decided together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we won't do this if you don't want to. 
And she's like, you know, let's let's do this. Yeah, because not for nothing, I don't know if Sasha was promised those things or if Sasha and Naomi were promised those things. I'm going to say that it was Sasha that was promised that. Hmm. Because it correlates to there's a lot of times where like she'll randomly just be thankful for Vince McMahon in her tweet in her tweets. I, just, I I thought she just posted that like daily. Exactly. That's probably why I. And don't... it's around the time mm-hmm. of the tag team, like when they wound up doing that stuff. And I I I, I don't know. And I, and, and honestly, if I were her, here's what I do. What I would have done, do the jobs. Mm-hmm. Do work that day. Do what was asked of you, and then take care of it after. Mm-hmm. You don't, like, you would have been in a better position had you, like, quit after. Mm-hmm. You do what you're, you, you're going to do the right thing. Well, the thing is, Naomi. You do what MJF did. The thing is, Naomi was supposed to go over. Okay. Yeah, okay. So, do, so, so have what? just Sasha leave, you're saying? It still work. Mm-hmm. Do the work. Like I'm saying, like, what I'm, t- I'm trying to tell you is. Mm-hmm. Whatever they wanted them to do. Mm-hmm. When I say do the job, do whatever you, they wanted you to do. I don't care what the finish was. I know it was Naomi. Everyone do what they're supposed to do, and then you don't, you don't, you tell them you're not coming. Just like the whole problem was them walking out on the show that they're supposed to be on. You know what I mean? Like before the show starts. Mm-hmm. Like there's a difference. Handle it later. If they would have no showed. If they would have Steve Austin, it would have been a different situation. Because Steve no-showed. Mm-hmm. He didn't, like, leave. He just never showed up. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. That's what I mean. Like, they would have been in a better position if they did what they were supposed to do and then not show up the next time if they wanted to do something like this. Mm-hmm. They had a commitment, and they fucking did that shit to the fans that paid. Mm-hmm. At least, you know, but the other thing, if they did it the other way, they'd have time to, you know, fix shit. Mm-hmm. That's all. And I, I know I've never been in this position, and I know there's a lot of people like, what the fuck do you know? You don't even have a job. But <laughs> I'm just saying, like, they, I just know what I hear about wrestling. Like, there's just some things that you just shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. And especially after all these opportunities that, yes, she worked really hard for, but she still got them. A lot of people work really hard there. So, I mean, I, I don't disagree with what you're saying. I, you know, Thank you. Ultimately, that could have and should have been handled a lot better. Thank you. Period. Thank you very much. Uh, continuing with the news here, yes, we are 58 minutes in and still on news. This is only item number four here. Hey, it's news, news, news episode. It's a, it's a news heavy week. Uh, speaking of releases, WWE released Troy Donovan, aka Two Dimes, due to a quote policy violation. There's a rumor somewhere that he lied about his age. I can't. Is this after NXT? Uh this was, I think, actually. I think it came I out after That's what he was NXT, on, yeah. unless he has three oh. fucking guys that I did. Um, no, because they were on Tuesday. So they might, either, they might replace him. I don't know if that uh, was before or after. Honestly, I thought I read it before at first. Maybe they taped it because mm. they might, they might have taped it. But um, either they are going to uh, find someone to re- replace him, or 
we just won't see the other guy for a while just because they you know they they're a package deal in their own way. Oh, uh, maybe they find out he was like a snitch or something. That could like, work. I'm trying to think about storyline wise what they'll do. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I should I should pay more attention to who got pinned this week. I don't remember. There was a match. Uh one of the um I think Cruz Del Toro botched something for team uh Tony's family. Or whatever. Ah, uh, yeah, that. Uh, let me scroll. Let me just scroll. I'll scroll. I'll find this. Mm-hmm. I did, yeah, I, I didn't catch which which of the goons got pinned by Hayes and Trick. Okay. Nah. That's important. fine. Fuck NXT. It sucks now. Like, I really wish I didn't watch it. Oh, <laughs> uh, what is this? Do I still have a... Uh... I still have shit from last week in here. All right. Uh, back to the news here. Uh, Brian Hebner revealed on Twitter this week that Dave yeah. Hebner passed away. Earl's twin. at the age Of the two, I always thought Earl would be first. Um... Well, thing is, we because he's the one I think of when I think of the name Hebner. Yeah, because well, thing is, Triple H gave him a lot of heart attacks, and he took a lot of bumps. But uh, apparently, Dave had been uh, battling dementia and Parkinson's disease. Oh fuck! Yeah, that's that's fucking terrifying, and I'm really sorry for his family. I really, I really hope they find peace. That like he's at peace and he's not suffering anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, although I. You know, they'd probably prefer he was fucking alive, mm-hmm. but life always fucking finds a way of, you know, nobody rides forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian also uh, noted that after Slammiversary, he is going to be done uh, as a contracted ref. He's just going to do indie stuff, if anything, but he's going to focus on his family business he's got going. That's a smart idea. He said he has I a think... 19-year-old who's going away to college. Wow. And he also, That's what I would do. And he has a two a nineteen year old son and two younger daughters. So like with the nineteen year old going away, he's like, All right, the girls need a dad. He's going away, so let me, you know, be dad. Yeah. Like I guess uh, the nineteen year old was kinda like the surrogate father figure for them with him on the road. Yeah. You gotta do what's right, man. <sighs> Best of luck, Brian. Condolences to the entire Hebner family. Um, like like Dominic Toretto says, it's all about family or whatever. Oh, is that his uh, character name? He's all family. Yeah, that's that's the that's that's Fast and the Furious. That's the name. That's that's the guy you refer to as Fast and the Furious, probably because you don't know the character's name. Right. <laughs> I, I, I the monotone triple X guy. Yeah. Yes. Now get in the car. Yes. Now get in the car. Uh, that was a different movie, I think, but I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> but it might as well all be the same movie. Yeah, seriously. Um, following Cody's pec surgery last week, the Wrestling Observer Newsletter reports that he's expected to be out for around six months, which we kind of expected, and that he will return for the Rumble, which we also expected. Yeah, my heart hurts, man. Poor Cody-less bastards, all of us. We are. We're all Cody-less bastards, but at least... 
the drought is over and the Tribal Chief returned to SmackDown this week. But that's later. Speaking about Cody, I haven't had a chance, or rather I haven't remembered to this point, to get this off my chest. Before the injury, right? Yeah. I gotta say, they were kind of laying it on thick with Cody. And let me say exactly what Because they I mean. were building him to wrestle um, Roman. Right, but like... There was all these extras they were doing. And even with the Yeah, like injuries. the Cody clock. So, like, not even that. I, a, the specific story, in particular, that they were laying on thick with was that Cody will do anything for his fans. So, you remember when... Um, I'm trying... I don't remember if it was a, a beatdown after a match or what. But Cody had given a fan at ringside his weight belt, right? Mm-hmm. Seth takes the weight later on takes the weight belt from the fan and whips Cody with it. Right? Yeah. After that, after Seth's done, Seth's walked off or whatever, Cody refuses help, sees the weight belt on the floor, picks it up, looks at it, looks across the ring, the other side of the ring at the fan, hobbles, refusing referee help to to help him walk. Hobbles back over to the kid to personally hand the kid back the weight belt. It's a little thick. I think you're hating on Cody, bro. It's a little honestly. thick. I Look, dub, listen, I've been trying to say for a while that WWE needs a hero. Like, it needs a hero. You know, let's, uh, let's, let's, let's just hypothetically speak. Nobody's speaking factual things, especially things that'll get them sent from the island of relevancy. This is all just two people talking, and there's no need to accuse anybody of heresy. Okay, uh, so let's be careful. I think a certain wise one's ears just perked up, but okay. I, I, let's let's just be cool because this is all just we're all just talking. This is all hypothetical in this comedy podcast. We we are here to entertain. So therefore, I I I I. I make this proposition. Propose you this. The WWE before Cody has zero heroes. All of our heroes have fallen to the tribal chief. There's no he's beaten everyone. Technically Seth Rollins beat him by disqualification. But he is not the champion. The tribal chief is the champion. Mm-hmm. So, enter Adrenaline in my soul. Oh my God, it's Cody Rhodes. <laughs> and here he comes. They should just make I, that the actual song. It, you know what? They can have it. Like, honestly, I didn't make any of the other song, and I wouldn't have come up with the idea without it. So it's theirs to use. There you go. Just a suggestion. Here he is. He's got everything, okay? And my wife likes Cody, Mm -hmm. okay? So that means a lot of people like Cody. Mm -hmm. So he's perfect, and that's why they were laying it on thick. I think they were going to put the belt on Cody, and then the peck injury happened. And that's why they went to plan B, a.k.a. plan Brock. Mm-hmm. That because I look, I feel like SummerSlam was supposed to be Cody and Roman. Yeah, I think so. 
and like Money in the Bank, Seth Rollins probably was going to win anyway. Because mm-hmm. like, I don't know about you, but I feel like the fact that this very year, maybe it was the same year, when they were building the feud of Roman versus Seth, they kept bringing up that Money in the Bank cash in. Mm-hmm. So I think that he was going to win regardless of what happened. Hmm. And that Cody would face Roman. And if if Cody won, that Seth would cash in and fail. Mm-hmm. And once again, Cody beat Seth Rollins. On, then again, the opposite could happen too, where Cody wins, and Seth Rollins finally gets a win over Cody, but the only way he could do it was after beating the Tribal Chief, who's been undefeated for fucking, by that time, a lot of days mm-hmm. more. Like, we're over 650 by a lot. I have it here. Hold on. Where is it? Uh, today is day 658 in the year of our tribal chief. It's incredible. It's it's just, it boggles my mind. And just add on how long he would have had it for SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. And skipping ahead when he said, when he started his promo and he said... And, you know, I don't remember exactly, but, like, when he said two years ago, he said he was going to go in and he was going to wreck him and leave. Mm-hmm. He said two years. That's how long he's been champion. Like, it's one thing to hear the days, mm-hmm. but that you hear it's two years ago. It's This has to register. Mm-hmm. You know, this this is a long time. This in um in the modern era of WWE, this is we are living in a unique time, fellow wrestling fans and true believers. There's a lot to be thankful for. And like I said, I really do think that could have happened. Either way, I think that's why they were laying it on thick with the Cody. It to 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 try to answer your question. There was maybe. one other instance and I feel like this was a little more blatant right so right uh after you know the cody seth handshake right mm-hmm. and then cody's attack on Seth's attack on cody right yeah so he hits him from behind with the sledgehammer and then grinds the sledgehammer into his peck right right after commercial there are trainers doctors there right paramedics yeah and he's able to leave on his own with a stretcher Did he hurt his legs? Did he hurt his back? Have you ever been in so much pain that, like, you don't want to, like, walk? He didn't need a stretcher. I'm just saying, like, sometimes it hurts so much that your body can barely fucking take it, dude. Like, I don't think you've ever been hurt that bad. No, thankfully. So, um, thank God. But, you know, uh, listen, I honestly, I think this is all Cody, too. And it must have been in his deal. It's what he wanted. If you think about it, if you look back at what he was doing in AEW, that's what he wanted over there, and he never got. Mm -hmm. And I think that's part of why he came here, because he could get that. Because Cody wants to be a hero. Cody doesn't want to be a bad guy. Cody wants to be the guy. He wants to be Hulk Hogan. Like, he wants to be better than Hulk Hogan. He wants to be... It's like... Like, if... His dad had, like, Hulk Hogan success, Mm. but was built like a Randy Orton, maybe. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. 
Like all those things together, that's what you get. That's how you get Cody. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's what he wants. And with a little bit of flair in there, that's why the hair is fucking white and shit. Mm, maybe. So maybe, I don't know. Or, you know, it's just a Rhodes thing. But still, you know. Interesting you mentioned Randy. Uh, FightfulSelect.com reported that Randy has been off TV to heal his back, but that has gotten, quote, progressively worse despite his rehabbing it on his time off, and WWE is worried that he may need surgery. This is fucking depressing. Like, there's a possibility he might never wrestle again. Yeah. You know, and does he have to? No. No, certainly not. Like, everyone in his class, like, don't, not, Brock is not, Brock is not human. Mm-hmm. That's different. Right. But, like, they've all moved on, mm-hmm. you know, and he's still there doing it. And it's like, I respect that, but I think he doesn't have to if it means, like, he can live a good life. Because, like, think about it. If his back is that fucked up and he's got to get surgery, mm-hmm. that shit's not going to last. Right. Like, as an, he's going to be a, he's going to be in pain as an old man, and he might need to s- slow it down a little bit. It's unfortunate. It is unfortunate. That's what this news week sucks, man. Like, it's good for, like, the podcast. Mm-hmm. But, like, when you think about it, it's kind of sad. This might be the longest news segment ever. I don't know, dude. I don't remember the other ones. I know. But it's close. You, you block them out of your memory as soon as they're done. As soon as they're done, it's gone. It's wiped. Two, I'm a clean slate. <laughs> two last bits of news for now. Last, uh, This one here is the last one on the injury uh, playlist. Uh, Matt Cardona told Sports Illustrated's Justin Barrasso that his doctor projects a three to five month recovery time, quote, but my goal is three. Oh no. Oh, what am I going to do now? And last, book <laughs> Bookiverse in the LA area. Look out for this. During an interview with Forbes magazine, Sonia uh, DeVille revealed that she and Mandy are opening a donut shop in the LA area called Demandy's Donuts. Just like the YouTube channel. Just like the YouTube channel. Yeah. Both of them have a a Z. I don't know if uh, it's a Z on their channel. I could confirm that those two love donuts because I saw them eating donuts at Comic-Con. Nice. Yes. Well, uh, in the interview, Sony said that they... And Trish and Lita were there. They were there with them. Nice. That was pretty cool. Um, Sony said that they've gone... Like, everywhere they go... Every every town they stop in on tour, they find the local donut shop. And they, I, yeah, I know that for a fact. And they consider that's the channel. Yeah, and they consider themselves donut aficionado, aficionados at this point. Yeah, I think they should bring Sonya down to NXT. Mm. Like she's not doing anything. Why not like hang out with Mandy? Yeah, like that well. could be cool. Like maybe there's like a real threat to Mandy's championship, and like. She's in a title match, whoever this person is. And it's like, you know, it's one of those toxic attraction is banned from ringside. If they interfere, Mandy loses the title and it's Sonya instead. That'd be great. Yeah, that'd be epic. She'd be the I heavy. miss her. Yeah. Like, I miss her and I miss them together. And I think it'd be a cool dynamic. And if they do it, it has to be towards the end of toxic attraction. Because mm-hmm. that's like one of those things like, all right, we can do a storyline where they break up somehow. Have G- uh, Gigi and JC be like, what do you need her for? You have us. Not even that. You could even do that. Sonya Deville wants a title. Mm. And, uh, and you know, double champ for Mandy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, 
Sonya Deville is also a champion. It could be that too. And it's like, she's worth two of you. And you super heal Mandy and Sonya and let them run roughshod. That's good. Uh, yeah, yep. so uh, Sonya could say, well, I want I want to be tag champ with you. And uh, they're not doing with the tag belts up there. So here I am. Let's go. You know? Um, so yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Uh, just, just give me Sonya back on TV. Yeah. Right, so let's go. She's not doing the stuff on, you know, the main roster. You can use that in a storyline where, like, you know, she's back here now because of whatever happened over there with her misconduct. Yep. And she's going to take advantage. Mm-hmm. She's going to have her buddies back. And they have to acknowledge what happened with, you know, when she lost the match where she had to quit. Mm-hmm. They had to be like, listen, we had a little, you know, all friends. All friends have bumps in a road. Sometimes they cost you your job, but you know what? We're 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 definitely the best women. Best friends fight best. Look, I don't have to write this shit. Yeah, that's pretty good. Thank you. But you know what I mean? I do. Yeah. I, it works. It makes sense. I I I like your idea a lot. This is a great idea, man. I, you know what? I'm just gonna stop patting myself on the back because my hand hurts. Yeah, give yourself the old champa there. Yeah. No. I give myself the Barry Horowitz. Barry Horowitz. Because don't you ever mention that man. Because he left us a long time ago. Mm. What I see on TV is the reanimated husk. There's nothing in the... that. Let me tell you something, Rich, there is. I looked at him. I paused television, brother. I walked up to that screen, and I looked Tomaso Champa in the eyes. Or Champa, as he's now called. You know what I saw? Nothing. Fucking nothing, bro. There's nothing there. They fucking took his soul, dude. They took his soul out of his body. They took his soul out of his body, and now they're using his 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 corpse as some kind of a meat puppet to to put over every Tom, Dick, and Harry, and it makes me sick. They took <clears throat> his soul <throat> with black and gold. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. I'm choking, dude. Wow. I'm choking on all of this. I can't. The bile. I'm sick to my stomach. The real Tomasa Champa is also sick to his stomach somewhere. Somewhere. Wherever his soul is. Since it's been removed from his body. There's just nothing there. He's gone. Hmm. Alright, so that's it for the news for now. Let's hit the low lights and lower lights of the week. Cause... Triple H did this for Tommaso. He's the leaker is what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm adding to the conspiracy. <laughs> I think there's only one, yeah, one, two. All right, there, uh, three, four. Look, I watched a lot of wrestling today. I can't disagree. Yeah. So just please continue. There's only, there's only four <laughs> highlights of the week, and I'll get to them. Let's do Raw first. Nothing good. But the particularly bad was that fucking quote-unquote main event segment. Really? 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 No. We didn't even get Lashley doing his quote favorite pose. He's, Dude, he, he's Lashley's a face now. I get it. So he's not gonna bend over and show everyone his asshole. But you know, I gotta say I agree. And also, no offense to anybody that you know is into this stuff, but that was one of the most homoerotic fucking segments I've ever seen in my life. And it took me back to the like Vince was like, "Man, I really miss the WBF." <laughs> well, I mean. <laughs> Let me do this fucking weird-ass segment. Where's that Ico Pro? I'm surprised that they didn't go all in and have... Oh, my God. They should have had Theory go black body. Oh. You know how those fucking uh, bodybuilders, they fucking get the spray tan so fucking hard? Because, mm-hmm. like, it's the best way to see the muscle definition. Well, I know. It's like, like Theory looked like he had... 
uh, bronze paint on his hands. I guess he like he had tanned so much, he had spray tanned so much that like a, a, like a lot got concentrated on his hands. What if, what if that was the original plan? And Lashley saw theories like, "Oh hell no, Vince, I gotta talk to you. <laughs> this shit is offensive." <laughs> He's like, "All right, I can't, I can't, I can't have more problems with you people." What do you mean, you people? Yep. Vince isn't racist. I'm just making a joke. That's how it went. But that's exactly how it went, dude. <laughs> if theory went chocolate body, oh my god, because that's a thing those bodybuilders do, though. It's true. It's a real thing. Mm. Like he goes in there with a trench coat. I know that. Like, went right. up. I didn't know that. Like the the spray tan was so. They serious. really bronze up, dude. Like it's ridiculous. But like they get really dark. And his it's like theory's in like a trench coat. And, like, he didn't realize he was going to get so dark, so he's, like, worried. Mm. <laughs> and, like, instead of that, let me tell you whatever, when he was trying to talk to Pierce, and Pierce is like, just hurry up. Like that, instead of, you know, doing that, he's like, he just takes the trench coat off. And Lashley's like, oh, hell no. The best <laughs> was, I, I don't, I, and this isn't directly related, but it relates to, like, um, black body paint and everything. Uh, I think it was Frenchie Martin. I, I might be it's mixing more up my chocolate stories. body because it's not like blackface or anything. It's like really dark. Right. But you like know. you remember when Piper did the half black, half white? Oh no. And they almost killed him. Yes. They, he almost died, dude. Because, because someone uh, put something in, in, in the paint that wouldn't let it wash off. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Oh, what a rip. Are we sure it's not Mr. Perfect? Is this before Mr. Perfect? Honestly, I don't remember the story well enough. I I think I remember it being Frenchie Martin that did it, but I okay, uh, but I could certain but I could certainly be wrong. Yeah, it's that's fucked. Oof. That's fucked, man. There's just some shit you just don't do. Mm. Can you imagine doing that now? You you'd have to be like you were told that you have like three days to live. Yeah. And you did it on day two. Or um I'm not I'm not gonna describe it, but you me- you remember that scene in um Kentucky Fried movie. Oh yeah, but like you gotta be wearing roller skates. <laughs> the, the the death defying guy, or whatever. His name yeah, was. but you need to be in a car instead. Yeah, <laughs> like you need to be in a car with a bullhorn, mm-hmm. so you get like a head start. Yeah, but not so much where they're like, what the fuck, and just go back to what they're doing. Yeah, you, you, know, you don't you, gotta... you don't just walk o- walk over their little dice area. I don't know what you call where you throw dice. I don't know. Do I look like I play? No, I'm, I'm saying right. I don't know. That I yeah. don't know. So anyway. Yeah, email in. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Basicbookers at gmail.com. Uh, yeah. Subject line, you guys don't know what the fuck you're so, talking about. So, yeah, you about. hated the, the flex thing, Oh, of right? course. Dude, I, sure. dude, so you paid more attention than I did because you knew it was homoerotic. Like, I, I was super carding until the inevitable brawl, which it was just he squirted the quote-unquote baby oil in his face. Yeah, I would. Well, I had to put my phone down because I was reading the boys. Oh, and nice. <laughs> dude, it, reading that makes me angry. Oh boy! But um, yeah, because the show sucks compared to the comic book. Wow! I, I, yeah, I, I have, Listen, I'm ready to start season three. I'm done with Shameless. Um. Oh, okay. I good. got a uh, like Attack on Titan. I'm halfway done with Attack on Titan, and then awesome. and then I'm and I got the boys. All right, great. Uh, so maybe later, but anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was weird, and I was like, this is, this is gay. I'm not that there's anything wrong with that, but you know what I mean? It was just weird. Yeah. And I'm sure some ladies out there and gentlemen enjoyed that very much, Mm -hmm. and, you know, it was a fun little thing. Yeah, for sure. Happy Prime Month. 
uh, you know, we, we, the basement book of ours is like super inclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's what all corporations have to say now. That's right. Us not being a corporation at all, and also think everybody should just be left the fuck alone. But whatever. You love who you love because we love who we love. Like, it's nobody's business. Matter of fact, it's not my business. So. Consensual like adults saying, is the only requirement. That's it. That You got to be an adult, baby. Mm-hmm. You got to be old enough to buy alcohol. All right? Or vote. Or yeah, you know, some people shouldn't be allowed to vote. I, young. I, I agree. Yeah. That's, that's another story. So yeah. so <laughs> that that segment was a disaster. The rest of Raw was not significantly better. I mean, AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins was pretty good. It was. With the exception of the finish being predictable that Seth was going to win. Right. Because it's like you put the two of them. How are you going to make the Money in the Bank ladder match good? Do you add AJ Styles or Seth? In my opinion, you add both. But if you can only add one, it's going to be Seth Rollins. Of course, we don't make that. We only make that exception when it's fucking Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. Oh, don't even. Here you go, guys. Oh. That match never mattered. Oh. I'm glad you were going to be mad about that, too. Because I was pissed. I was so pissed because I knew that's what they were going to do. It's so stupid. It's lazy. It's fucking lazy. It's like neither of you should be in it. How about that? Like, waste all my time, why don't you? Waste in my order? time with a match that doesn't matter. And then with Sheamus getting, getting, you know, gloating about being told first that he's in it. And then Drew getting pissed off, throwing him out of the ring. And then Pierce is like, hey, Drew, if, if you let me finish, my next sentence was, you're in it too. And Drew's like, oh, okay, cool. I'm f- so fucking mad. So it means you could just bully your way into a match. Literally. Because that's basically, that's what they did. Mm-hmm. So if, if it was me, everybody else in that match should beat the fuck out of both of those guys. Yeah, the only good thing about that segment was Pierce's first sentence. Both of you, neither, what was it? Neither of you won your match to get into the money in the bank. Period. That's, that's it. That's, that's the, the end. end of the story. That's it. Bye. You, Bye. You guys still want to fight? Cool. Drew versus Sheamus at Money in the Bank. I was just gonna say, dude, we're like we're like simpatico here because I was gonna be like, bro, don't even worry about it. If you want these big sweaty meaty men to fight each other, we're gonna Drew McIntyre Sheamus sixty nine. Okay, yep. fucking Jesus Christ, <laughs> Happy Pride Month. But listen, at the end of the day, fuck off with that shit. That pissed me off. Mm-hmm. That was a big red mark for me on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. I'm like, like, not even Vince McMahon can save this shit. Um, I oh, that's the only thing I remember from Raw. I remember that there was finally like interaction with Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley on top of a screen or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all and of uh, Judgment Day. All of Judgment Day. We're all equals now, says Finn. All I heard was, "We're all equals now." I'm going to eradicate you, and David Priest still can't talk. But look. Um, it says the same stuff over and over. It does. It's like, I forgot what he said. I think it, oh, like, he does this thing, you know, it's like the, it's, you know how the Christian with the, it's like this. Yeah. And it's like, what, mm-hmm. I think it's something like, basically what Finn Balor said. Mm-hmm. And then he says a thing. No, he's like, ba- like, he says, the 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 like the the simile of yeah what he said and then he says whatever he says you know what I mean yeah. it's stupid and I hate him like I think he's great I think like him and what he could do is cool mm-hmm. but I 
he he does the lines like a guy who doesn't believe what he's saying. Yep. At least to me, it is to me because it just seems lame. Mm-hmm. It like he looks like a guy that thinks this supernatural shit is lame as fuck. Yeah, that's what I think. We we, we need more of the person to be shown in the character to be, to better have us believe that he believes what he's saying, and we're not getting it. Yeah, that's and this is yeah exactly, and this isn't Rhea Ripley's best shit either. Nope. Like at least you Oi, know Bianca what? up here. Yeah, hey, wait a second. <laughs> What's <laughs> happening? Are you with those fucking Fight Club guys? <laughs> you know, um, I I thought it was fine. And it's that's another thing where it's like, this is another Styles Clash type situation. And I'm not talking about wrestling. I'm talking about styles of, like, characters. Mm-hmm. Like, Bianca Belair is also somebody who just like, this is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? What do you, what, you got magic powers or something? Like, what are you, in a cult? Is that a cult? Like, what are you talking about? Girl, you need Jesus, all right? Mm-hmm. Let's go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like I don't recognize Rhea Ripley because she's fucking batshit now. Yeah. By the <laughs> way, did we ever talk about the idiot that thinks that uh, Rhea stole her look on Twitter? Uh, that, yeah, we did get to talk about that because that came up, like, Either I saw it during the podcast when I shouldn't have been looking at Twitter and should have been listening to you, hmm. or after mm-hmm. when I was doing the um, the exporting of the podcast. Yeah. So so I don't want I don't want to give this person any clout because that's obviously yeah we what don't she's want we don't get. give clout because once your name gets mentioned on the basement bookers podcast you blow up yeah like a like a rocket ship is strapped to your back and you you're on fucking Saturn and not before crossing Uranus you know that's right yeah. Crossing Uranus. So, yeah. To t- to you, whoever your name is, the clout chaser. You don't own scales. Yeah. Number one, Judgment Day had had scale. Edge had a scale, and then they brought Rhea in, and Rhea's like, "Okay, I'm gonna paint a scale on my face." That just fucking makes sense. It doesn't mean she saw you doing the fucking thing. Okay. Number one. Number two, she's like she said. And like we've seen on Raw, do you watch Raw, by the way? You, she's been painting shit on that part of her face for a long time now. Months. Yeah, you're just so Minimum. full of yourself, you think you invented everything. Right, see? You're obviously just cloud chasing. She, you're like, oh, she's doing that. Let me see if if she retweets or responds, if, if I'll get more followers. Stop it. As she did that whole tail between your legs. Oh, you know, I like, I'm a fan or whatever. You know, I like what you do, girl. I thought I saw her double down too, so maybe that was later. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. You know what, dude? Like, we should even give that the kind of air, you know? That shit happens sometimes. Unbelievable. Like I, I know WWE listens to us and takes our ideas for their for their shows, but all the time, but we don't get mad about it. Yeah. We actually, when they implement the good ones, well, all right. Technically, we do kind of joke about how pissed off we are because they steal from us and don't pay us. Right. But it is cool when it happens. It's like, oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully, they use some of this shit because the Sonya NXT storyline would be amazing. I would, I would come back to NXT and not miss so much of it on purpose. Yeah. Seriously. Honestly, like this Gacy guy with his stupid like gr- graduation gown wearing weirdos. I fucking hate them. Oh, by the way, also on Raw was uh, Veer and Rey Mysterio. Oh, that... I don't... Why are they doing this to this poor man? Like, just... Which poor man? Veer or Rey? To Veer. 
<laughs> I mean, I think it's just. I think it's WWE saying, "Listen, pal, the storyline is playing out," and it's like. I think it's another situation where we we can't decide what we want. We want long term storytelling. We want a good yeah, but long. Like how feud. many times are you gonna beat up a Mysterio? Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, do you guys have like another family member we could use? You know, mm-hmm. that would be helpful to this situation. Yeah. Or maybe let's just stop for they actually they do do that. They stop for a couple of weeks and then they start it over. Like they they think we don't notice, yeah. but we do. It's like they're trying to make sure everybody watches it. Like you know how some sometimes it's the piss break match, mm-hmm. and they'll like just shift it around later. Like maybe they'll watch this time. That reminds me. You know? That reminds me when I was watching Rampage last night, going into the Dante Mox match, they showed, uh, you know, they were saying how Dante's come closer and closer to beating Mox every time they fought each other. I think it was um, like May, uh, April twentieth episode of something, May twentieth episode of something, and now the June seventeenth episode of Rampage. It's like so you're you're on a you're on a once a month cycle. So this is your monthly these- cycle. One, <laughs> Mo- one Mox, these, Mox and Dante is your monthly cycle. Got it. Once these one of these times of the month, Dante Martin will defeat John Moxley. Uh, God help us if at that time he's the AEW World Champion. Wow, I, I think so, dude. I think there's arenas that are doing this. There might be some long term storytelling that Dante Martin gets better at fighting you the more he fights you. Like that's his power. That theoretically should be anyone. I know, right? But like, I mean, it actually registers. Mm-hmm. Unlike the other idiots, he he he's better. <laughs> he's better at learning. He's better at it. His his CPU is a neural net processor, a learning computer. Mm. There you go. <laughs> oh, uh, let, let let's NXT this shit. Fucking, Hold on a yeah, second, yeah, yeah. man. I'm not talking about Monday Night Raw. Oh. You son of a bitch. Sorry, go go. You're trying to take Monday Night Raw from me. I'm Respect- done with Raw. You go ahead with we Raw. We need to address the monkey in the room. Okay, and that's the fact that next Monday night, mm. next Monday night, Rich, there is, it, tur- it comes to me that you have realized what you almost forgot to mention, that we will have an Elias concert next Monday. Are you fucking kidding me? I can't me? wait. Are you fucking kidding me? I gotta me? see what they do here. It's not my birthday. Is it your birthday? It's not my birthday. It's somebody's birthday. It's gotta be somebody's birthday. Something. Someone. It's just our unbirthday. Yeah. So maybe, you know. Do you, th- um, do you think maybe Zeke is just fucking with Kevin Owens more? I. What do you mean? Maybe Elias promising had... that Elias would be there. Yeah. Maybe I Zeke mean, just I... like learned a couple of chords or whatever, and it'll be Zeke in beard and and hair or something. No, I honestly I think it's time for them to just shut this down and just be together. And then it's indisputable evidence. Mm-hmm. And I will finally have the answers we were looking for all this time. We just didn't know. Mm. Mm. That's that's really what I think uh, uh, you, you almost neglected to mention, sir. And, and I respect that you, you're having a lot of trouble lately. Um, it's, it's been a long wrestling week. It, you know, it... Monday, it, was, it Monday was only five days ago, and the, the news took like five days to get through. Yeah, it's... Let me tell you. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I guess we can move on to NXT because, like, other than that, other than the fact that I warn anybody, like, if you're catching up on wrestling, don't watch SmackDown before Raw because, well, SmackDown didn't even 
spoil anything from Raw, if I'm honest. But, like, th- when you hear the amateurs on Monday Night Raw after SmackDown, it really makes them sound terrible. I'm like, oh, these fucking guys. As soon as I started, I'm like, oh, but I got to finish it. I got to get through this Raw. It's it's just rough being three hours. and It's three hours. Like, not Joe Rogan kind of, he's boring. Mm-hmm. Corey Graves is, I've heard too much of him. I'm tired of him. Mm-hmm. I can't even say anything about Byron that hasn't been said already. Anything more will be just rude and uncalled for. Well, I, I think McAfee just makes everything better. He's the best, dude. We're going to get a Corbin-McAfee feud. I didn't Yo. know that was going to happen. Like, I, I, I heard him, like, when he started calling him out, I was like, this is going to be good. Can't wait. All right. Then NXT first. NXT first. We're going, we're going chronologically here. So Got to take your medicine. Apparently, if someone hops to ringside and throws confetti in your face, that's enough of a distraction to get you rolled up to lose the match. NXT 2.0. You know? Yep. <laughs> that was that was fucking Fuck stupid. Face. Like yeah, I like first they did the thing we saw her hopping backstage, you know, from one side of the stage to the other in the background and we had um what's his name? Vic Joseph comment on it. It's like Whatever, Wendy Chu's doing Wendy Chu things. And then she fucking hops to the ring. She got this cup of confetti. It's stupid. It's stupid. And why is she so distracted by it? Who likes this? Not me. Is this another Sean Ross Sap thing? Like, did they make this for him too? I don't know. I, I think she can do more stuff. Wendy? Probably. I mean, she has. She did the freaking, um, you know, that creepy painted face lady. Remember? That was her? That was her. Oh, shit. Yeah, she was, what, what were they calling her? Lee May or something? May Lee? Maybe? I was close. Mm-hmm. I just reversed it. But yeah, her. She was her. I didn't know that. Yeah, man. So yeah, she could do other stuff. Cool. Maybe find something in between crazy supernatural killer and fucking Wendy Van Winkle. Anyway. Uh, second highlight is another low light. We had kind of the same promo from Cameron Grimes. Only this time my daddy says, I want that belt. <laughs> yeah, he's like, your dad sat in the stands and watched you win the title. My dad had to watch from above. And nobody knows who he was. Like, <sighs> yo, you know. Number one is saying the same, the same shit over and over. Number two, oh, like, is this? I, I feel like this is gonna be a Grimes heel turn soon, again. Oh, it's obvious, and I bet you he fucking hires so, Solo Sokoa or whatever. Mm. But like, I was thinking, bro, you know what make you pop huge? What, bro? If what if Braun Breaker is like. You still believe in heaven, you dumb motherfucker? Imagine. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Let's make it more PG Mm. for NXT. You still believe in heaven, you dummy? (laughs) You stupid son of a bitch. His clothes. Yeah. He's He's fat. Sorry. Like he picks up. He he taps into that style. You still believe in heaven, you dummy? Mm -hmm. I'm not afraid of you. 
I'm not whiskey. <laughs> anyway. Oh, man. Yeah, he's going to fucking fold him up like a pretzel. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Another one bites the dust. Probably faster than Duke Hudson. Oh, my God. No entrance. He, he Yeah, he's just there. He's got a stupid pose. And he pose. kills him. Dude, I don't want to be right about this, but I think it's true what we were thinking before. It's almost that time. Da, 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 da. Yo. Hey. Goodbye. Wow. They had him with that casino shit. They really tried to feature him. He lost that hair match. Then his hair came back and no one cares. And we'll talk about hair matches later. Mm-hmm. But, uh, like, the, the key to a hair match is that both guys have to have hair worth losing. Like, if one of you barely has that much hair, mm-hmm. it really, no one cares. I knew Jericho wasn't fucking losing that. We'll get to that. We'll get, let's, yeah. let's not get like too far ahead of ourselves. Knew. Yeah, we all yeah. knew. We all knew. I'm just saying, no, I was, used, I was, I wasn't even thinking about that. I was thinking about his match against Duke Hudson. Oh. I was, I was still on NXT. Like, I never left it. Well, it was, uh, like, it was that's Duke why versus that's, Grimes. Yeah. Yeah. Ex- okay. I, yeah. yeah. Okay. Ugh. <laughs> I know you don't remember stuff. That's why it's my job to try to jog your memory. I appreciate but, it. I appreciate it. That is your yeah, job. That, that, literally. That is. Yeah, literally. But listen, at the end of the day, no one cares about Cameron Grimes anymore. All right? Mm-hmm. I mean, his daddy in heaven does. But, you know, uh, I think, I, I really think if it wasn't for the fact that they were just going to take his soul, mm-hmm. he could really do good on SmackDown or something. Yep. But he's safer where he's at. Man, that's sad. This is why we want AEW to succeed and we want Impact to succeed and we want the NWA to succeed so that these people can have other options where they can be hopefully not so shitty characters. Like Athena right now. You either, you know, become a great character... Or live long enough to see yourself get future endeavored. Yup. On to SmackDown, unless there was anything else about NXT you wanted to talk about, because I, I didn't... What was the point of that whole Code of Silence bullshit with the watches and things with Legato? And he shook his hand. It's, like, it's not like he had to make him put his hand in his pocket. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, what's so demeaning about that? Like, I don't understand. About shaking his hand? I Yeah. Uh, I didn't understand I, that. I don't know. You don't remember the segment? I do. I don't get it. I'm looking at it here. Because I remember the point of the segment was that the ascension of Stacks and Two Dimes, and now one of them's not even there, so good job. Yeah, because he's a snitch. Or something. Yeah. Uh, but Also, Tony said he's ready to be champ, so he's still going after um, Carmelo Hayes again. You know what could work is that maybe he's missing and he thinks that like the other guys, like the Logato guys, has something to do with it. That could work. Mm-hmm. So there's a little dissension in the ranks, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they'll just make up some other shit, like maybe he went to his home planet or whatever. <laughs> or maybe they whacked him. I don't fucking his know. His home planet? Yeah. <laughs> like Poochie. Well, like Chris Statlander? Uh, well, I she's not an alien, apparently. Yeah, she's, she's from the planet of Long Island. They don't say that. Yeah, well, they say she's from Long Island. Exactly, but like they don't say she's from the Andromeda Galaxy or whatever anymore. Yeah, she's actually a serious person. Now. Yes, 
which is great. Um, but yeah, that's all I have to say about NXT. Uh, I'm sorry if I, uh, you know, if I may have offended anybody by saying I think NXT, with the exception of certain characters, your Mandy Roses, your Toxic Attraction, your Braun Breakers, you know, Carmelo Hayes, the other guy, um, you know, Diamond Mind. Um, no Roderick Strong this week. It was Roddy. Believe. He didn't have a match. Oh, he's just so forgettable. I have. Uh, oh. here, here's what I got for that segment. Backstage, Ivy tells, I don't know her name, so I put dot, dot, dot. That she's watching her improve and keep doing what she's doing. That girl walks off. Roddy and Damon walk up. Roddy's upset that she's talking to her because they don't associate with losers. Creed's walk up and say they got Roddy and Damon to match for next week. Roddy says his ankle is like 60%. And they point out that Roddy always says no matter the situation, there's no excuses. And Roddy says, you're right, no excuses, and walks off. Yeah. All right. I have a question. Who the hell is that giant man in a suit with the mustache? Sanga. That, What's his deal? That was Grayson Waller's heavy for a while, remember? Yeah, but now he's just, like, chilling. Ladies' man, Sanga. Because like, he's like a ladies' man. He's, like, giving advice to people. Vince has to give every... And fucking them up. Vince has to give every everyone from, like, Middle Eastern or Indian descent some kind of gimmick. You're either a ladies' man or you're a dancer or you're Jinder Mahal, who doesn't count because he's Canadian. I don't hate his gimmick. I kind of like it. Kind of reminds me of like a Street Fighter character. Yeah, it it works, and he can he can talk. Yeah, he's like a Street Fighter character. Like like that's like the lame backstory you get for him. You know, in those lame like when you beat the game, mm-hmm. you're not a Street Fighter guy. But like there's like these like cutscenes. They're always like stills or whatever, and that'll be the guy. He's like in a business suit or whatever. And he's doing a thing. He's got like a weird thing, like a mustache or something. Mm-hmm. Like he definitely like a Street Fighter type character. Mm. That like I don't hate it. I just think it's kind of interesting. That's like he's always finding his next opponent because they're pissed off backstage or something. Yeah, he, it's like he's trying to help them in some way. Maybe. I I just yeah. remember that I I said his name wrong. It's Grayson Waller. Oh yeah. yeah. What does he even right. do now? He he's a bitch. He he he, he gets <laughs> in people's faces, fucking gets them pissed off, and then and then he's like, oh you you want to fight really? Uh, five. yeah, I'll, I'll fight you. Shit. He's a bitch. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> like, I really feel like you felt that in your heart. I do. You know? you, like, you dug deep, man. Like, you dug deep, and honestly, I'm impressed by that. They're ruining. Like, he went. He went from a guy that's just cocky and willing to fight anyone. That like he like he he starts shit backstage with his mouth, and then like these people want to fight him, and then he doesn't want to fight. They're ruining the character. Like I like I I don't like it. There's uh, so much about NXT 2.0 is bad. Is I think Toxic Attraction is is steadily consistently the best thing on NXT 2.0. Or at least they're always in the top 3. Breaker's good. Gacy's good at what he does. I don't like his gimmick, but he's like he executes it well. Waller's executing this well too, but they're they're ruining the character. I think he's on his way. To like if he's on the roster soon, I wouldn't be surprised. And he's such a piece of shit. They might keep him like himself for a little bit because that AJ thing with him was kind of okay. It's just that he sucks. Mm. And he's also a bitch. Yeah. Like I said. 
Alright, on to SmackDown. We already talked about Vince. We already talked about the Drew and Sheamus stupidity. Oh, oh, a green highlight. Something good happened. What was this? Oh, Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn outside of Roman's uh, dressing room. Kayla asked him about his loss to Riddle next week, giving him, t- uh, giving, um, Riddle a title shot at the Tribal Chief. And Sami insists everything's fine between him and the bloodline. Sami is gold. This is fantastic. I love Sami. Do you love Sami? Sami Zayn is one of the best characters, like, recovery. Mm-hmm. Like, they, his character, you know what? Jeff Hardy running him over with his car is the best thing to happen to Sami Zayn. <laughs> I think that's where it turned around for him. Uh, oh, yeah. I gotta say. Yeah, remember? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Get back. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. I remember something about... Uh, I thought I remember something about... I thought someone hit Jeff Hardy, or someone hit someone with the car. And they found no, like they found a red hair in the car. Yeah, but I oh no, never mind. I think I did. I could have sworn he hit Sam. No, maybe he hit Elias with his car. That was it. It was Elias. Sammy hit Elias. Yeah, yeah. The, the other. I could have sworn the other Sammy musician. was involved in something. Whatever. When Sammy came back, you know, and he got that music and shit, he's been great. Yep. It's just that he didn't do very well, you know, losing. To uh, um, Knoxville, Riddle. Oh, no, that shit was great. That's the best. I don't care if he <laughs> lost to Knoxville. In my, in my in my book, he won. That, that was fucking great. Like he won. Mm-hmm. There was only one like professional wrestler in that match. Mm-hmm. So you can't really lose to somebody who's not a wrestler. Yeah, and like four or five guys total involved. Exactly. The dude was protected. The, 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 it was hilarious, and I don't care who hates on it. You want to call me what you want, call me what you want. I thought that was shit was fun. It w- yeah, it was it was great. It wasn't a five star match, but for what it was, for one guy carrying four, that Sammy worked for that. That shit was gold. That was entertaining as fuck. That's my my assessment on that. But th- this this shit with uh with the bloodline is fantastic. Like he's convinced that they actually respect him as an honorary member of the bloodline and that he 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 believes his own hype and he believes that they believe that he's important and now he's trying to convince himself that everything's still okay between him and the bloodline after losing a riddle yeah i the the whole awkward scene with the door, you know, mm-hmm. that's all of that adds up to decent character development. Yep, and they're consistent in that it was Kayla. Yep, and he's such a fucking weasel. Mm-hmm. You know, like that hanger on. You know, he just wants to be one of the cool kids. Yep. Um, honestly, I was thinking like, I think Riddle should have ran the gauntlet. I think they should have had him fight the Usos individually. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, there's still one more. And then he had to fight Sami Zayn mm. at the end. Yo. <laughs> because then it's even more like Jeopardy for Riddle. Mm-hmm. Because it, the, the thing that they fell short on was the fact that 
Riddle is superior to Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just better the way he's being built. Like, he's tag team champions with Randy for a while. Mm-hmm. So there was really no threat to Riddle losing the match. Mm-hmm. So they should have made it more difficult uh, for, you know, for Riddle. Mm-hmm. And then it would have made the match against the Tribal Chief even more impactful. Like, you can't cut a promo, which, by the way, that was a very good match. Mm-hmm. And it was cleaning down the middle, too. Yep. The cool part about that match was the fact that, like, Riddle didn't go over. But he, like, when he cut that promo, that he'd have to kill him. He'd have to kill him to stop him from taking the WWE Universal Championship from him. It's like, I kind of believed him. Mm-hmm. And it looked like he tried that hard, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Does that make any sense? Yeah, because this guy might have ended Randy Orton's career. Randy, his best friend. The guy, yeah, guy he cut idolized. that promo, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So you know, it's like, yo, this shit is real. Mm-hmm. This shit is real. This is deep. Um, But yeah, it's nuts, dude. I'll say everything they're doing surrounding the Bloodline storyline is working. I have a problem. Uh-oh. What's the problem? I understand everybody's excited. But I I can't... I'm to the point where I can't accept it's always plan Brock. Like, we need a new plan B. Hmm. Okay? Because you know this wasn't the plan. Mm-hmm. They got Brock. And they're like, listen, man, we need you. Mm-hmm. And this is the point of that. I don't like it. Because, again, we're doing this again? Another SummerSlam, Brock versus Roman? Mm. Is this three? I don't know. But it's enough for me to be like, I think it's time to try something else. Let me see. And Mm -hmm. it could change because Money in the Bank is before SummerSlam. As far as I know, Roman's not defending the belt at Money in the Bank either. Hmm. See events. I'm just gonna look at like the posters. SummerSlam 2022 is gonna be in Nashville, July 30th. 2021. Oh, 20 last year was Roman and Cena. Was it? Let me see this. Well, yeah, but Brock and Ro- I'm pretty sure Brock and Roman have thrown down at SummerSlam before. Probably. Uh, yeah, Roman and Cena last year. No Brock. Let's see. You could just Google Brock Lesnar SummerSlam matches. That's probably the easiest way to do I'm it. I'm just going through, su- fucking... through the SummerSlam page here. Yeah, but it narrows it down. Uh, you know what? I'll do Randy. it the other way. So easy to put Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, SummerSlam. Not 2020. Watch me be the idiots, and it's like, no, it's the first time not we're doing 2019. We had Seth over Brock for the Universal Championship. 2019. Whatever, man. I don't care. 2018. The there we go. It's been done. Were we at that one? I could have swore we were at a Brock Lesnar Roman Reigns. Uh, that was uh Sunday, August nineteenth. I'm pretty sure we were not. Yes, 
No, we, we were there because it's my wife's birthday, you piece of shit. Yes, I know. And that's I had why to I, go to. That's... I went to Tim's bachelor party. You fuck. Oh. That was the same day. I'll never forget that day. Okay. You see, I looked at the date and I'm like, no, nah, we wouldn't have been there for that. But then it was Tim's bachelor party. Yes. We were on the roof. How dare you, you Up son of a bitch? When I say we were there, we were fucking there. All right. August 19th, the only time I wasn't where I was supposed to fucking be. On the fucking roof. No disrespect to him. Thanks for inviting me. I had a lovely time. A lot of goddamn quick matches here. So the main event was six minutes and ten seconds. Roman Reigns beats Brock Lesnar by pinfall. The match before it, Ronda beats... I wasn't pissed about that, by the way. All right, there were a lot of matches. I really liked that match. Okay. There were 13... I liked that Roman won. 13 matches on the card. I'm running, I'm running down these some of that's these short times here. That's what Becky beat the fuck out of Charlotte. Yes. After the match, the triple threat. The birth of the man. Yes. All right. That was a glorious day. Ronda beats Alexa. With the in... exception of not being with my wife on her birthday. Yes. Ronda beats Alexa in four minutes. Uh, Finn beats Corbin in a minute 35. Strowman beats Kevin Owens in a minute 50. B-Team, holy shit, beats The Revival in 6 minutes 15 seconds. And Andrade Cien Almas beat and Zelina Vega beat Lana and Rusev in 7 minutes. A lot of short matches. Yeah. The, 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 bro, it felt like I was there forever, though. Mm-hmm. Shins- Shinsuke beats Jeff Hardy for Remember the U.S. title. When we, it, was a, it was like barely anybody there when uh, Rusev had his match, by the way. Yeah, it was like, uh, Rusev versus Andrade. It was pre-show, that's why. Yeah, it was like no one there. And the second match on the pre-show, Cedric beats Drew Gulak by pinfall in 10 minutes, 15 seconds, longer than the main event. Holy shit. Well, you got to warm up the people. Yep. I remember being upset that the revival was on the pre-show. Yeah. Well, at least they were there. FTR, man. Yeah. Like, I really want to get an FTR shirt. I just don't like any of those designs for me. You know? Uh, Yeah. It, they don't know how to make shirts. and uh, it's no, Some of the shirts kind of suck at uh, AEW. Yeah. I Like, I, I go to, to their uh, their page, and I'm just like. It's like, who's your guy? Well, because they fire him. Cause, no, because they they do. Um, I like the Street Fighter collabs. Those are cool. Uh yeah. I you, you I just never been a Street Fighter guy. I know. I know. <sighs> they do uh pro wrestling tees, and pro wrestling tees just sucks. I was I was yeah. I was talking to um, my buddy Mark. No offense to pro wrestling tees, if you know, if you ever want to do like uh, code work bookers or whatever. Listen, definitely listen, lie listen, about it. listen. Pay us, <laughs> and you won't suck anymore. Until then, you <laughs> suck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we get this loyalty thing you guys got going, but it ain't going to help y'all much. Right. So every time I order something from there, A, there's always a shipping fee. You got to fix that. Like make like make a minimum of something. B, it always takes like three goddamn weeks. And I understand you're not WWE. You don't have thousands of each shirt pre-made. You literally make them on demand. You need more fucking printers. You need more people. You're making money hand over fist, and I know it. You gotta expand. You have to improve on your responsiveness, on your timeliness. Please, I want to buy shit from you. Yeah, make it make sense, cause like especially these days, 
where like you know inflation's on the rise you know money is harder yeah you know you need money for food and stuff mm-hmm. so maybe make it worth spending money on your shit you know i'm i'm sure DraftKings is really paying the bill for you guys yeah but you could get more seriously i swear AEW and i know that's what promotion is it's like when they used to like really hardcore promote stickers or whatever for the pay-per-views mm-hmm. um but it's really annoying what it keeps uh, DraftKings try DraftKings commercial yeah we get it. You have that huge sponsorship Tony's really proud of. Yeah, and it's not even a commercial segment. It's just in the middle of the show. Here's oh, This is how you can win money with DraftKings. Stop. Tony Storm married C.J. Parker. Good for him. You know, life comes at you fast. And if you work really hard and be an unremarkable stooge, you too might be able to. C.J. So Parker is uh, Juice Robinson, by the way. For the, Juice Robinson, for the New environmentalist, things. right? Uh, well, yeah, C.J. Parker was the environmentalist gimmick. I don't know. Oh. I don't know if if uh, the person, the char- the uh, actor, the the whatever, the talent is actually an environmentalist. That's the character I was referring to, yeah. though. He had the dreads and the stupid signs yep. before it was problematic for no, for some reason. Even though Vikings did that shit all the time, but whatever. What, dreads? Yeah. I didn't know that uh, Vikings had dreads. Cool. Yeah, Vikings did dreads. Cool, cool, cool. They probably, uh, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I was going to say. That. Um, anything else you want to talk about on SmackDown or did that? Oh, um, Max Dupree. That pissed me off. It was stupid. That shit was cut for time. And now we got to wait another week and we're probably going to do it again. Do it again. Do it again and see how much no one's going to care anymore. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Good luck. Mm-hmm. No one cares about T-Bar. Well, I care about T-Bar. I care about Dijakovic. Yeah. But I think it's going to be base, maybe, if they're doing it just like the shit that they were trying on main event. Mm-hmm. Mace the face oh, or whatever. Really? Or he's face now, not Mace. Because oh, he has because a he, face. Because he has a face that's beautiful or whatever. I don't fucking oh, know. Boy. But apparently he's going to have two dudes, so it's like a tag team. And he'll be the solo act, I guess. Don't tell me no. Max Dupree is not going to wrestle. I think he's a manager, dude. <sighs> I mean, he's I so think... good, but he's so good I know, but also. why do we keep doing this? It's like you have Alzheimer's. Knock wood. It's the same conversation like we never had it before. I know. Look, this might be the best thing for him. Anywho. He could, you you know what? Maybe he he could be the next great manager in WWE. Maybe. Yeah, he could be the next, you know, he could be the first him, okay? Mm -hmm. The guy could talk, and if they let him do what he wants to do, fine. And he's the first close-talking character. Yeah, that I really like. I think that they should keep that. The minute they stop that, he's done. Mm. Because that's a unique thing that he does. And that's some ballsy shit. So a, a lot of the office segments... Imagine he close talks like the tribal chief. Yo, he'll die. Oh, yeah. So he shouldn't do that. We care about him. A, lo- a lot of the like office segments, that, like they they do talk close. I wonder if maybe he was just like leaning into it. And they're like, oh, this is gold. This is fantastic. Like Maybe he was just like doing it to pop the boys or whatever. Yeah, And everyone maybe. just ended up loving it. They're like, this is perfect. Do that. 
because they always make them talk so close together just to keep them in frame because they can't like because they can't get a wider shot because it's a small room. And COVID still exists. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> he's a fucking yo. He's got grapefruit. Yeah. All right. Don't smack down. I guess unless you got anything. Oh else. no, we're out of here. I I can't stand that shit. Good. Uh oh yeah. Don't forget that Raquel Gonzalez, right? Or is it Raquel Rodriguez? Rodriguez. Now? She's qualified the money for the for the ladies' money in the bank. Good job, Raquel. Another one doing the job. Uh, and it looks like I was incorrect that they were going to do Oscar versus Becky at Money in the Bank. Mm. They have a qualifier. So that means only one of them's getting in. And Becky's on the poster, so I don't see why she wouldn't get in. Right. They're going to do his and hers Money in the Bank, aren't they? Oh, you don't think they're going to answer the his and hers uh, Owen Hart champs? I would think that the WWE does not punch down. Mm. That's what I was hoping. Maybe they don't know because they've been distracted. And they don't know they're They don't know. It's just something similar. Even though it's more important because the Owen doesn't matter. Right. Like, it it matters. But it doesn't matter. Like, you don't use that to get a world championship opportunity whenever the fuck you want. You just get toy belts. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And AEW, they have more belts than Men's Warehouse. Okay. I mean, they are some of the best heels, uh, Becky and Seth. Like, yeah. I think Becky is the best heel on the women's division. Like, I kind of wish that Rhea Ripley didn't have to be there. Right. Because she can't shine. Because even if Becky's, like, down to, like, just yelling at Alexa Bliss just trying to get to the ring, mm-hmm. like, she's still over mm-hmm. as, like, the biggest heel. Yeah. Becky, so Rhea's like just second place here. Becky is must see. Yeah, obviously. She's she's on. My phone is down. Yeah, yeah. Me always. And to my detriment. And especially like especially this, what was it? It was this week during like I know she had like a twenty four seven match, whatever match against Dana Brooke. But like during the pre match brawl, she grabs a mic. So you have to pay attention to her. She commands your attention. Yep. There's no doubt about it. That's why I, I, I have a weakness. I can't pick against her, mm-hmm. and it costs me my championship. She's more important than the basement championship. Wow. I mean, I've proven it time and time again. It's cost me the championship before. It's true. It has. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I just got to keep on trucking and hope she wins. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, all right, that's it. Let's go to dynamite. Let's, dynamite. let's talk about dynamite. So, oh, by the way, if I mention stuff from Rampage, fucking deal with it. It's still the same night. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let Let's start with the first red highlight here: Wardlow and this the the plaintiffs. Oh, thank God. House. Okay. So n- number one, you're gonna take this guy Wardlow, who you've already built up to be. This nearly unstoppable monster, right? I love his music. It's fucking metal. Yeah, he has good music. And are 20 not, like, from what you're telling us, this is arena security, so not trained wrestlers. Like, we know they're trained wrestlers, but but for the story, they're 20 not trained wrestlers. Are you trying to make us think that Wardlow might have trouble with them? Just because there's 20 of them, they can't attack 20 at once. They can't attack all all 20 of them at once. 
They just can't. So you're not making him look stronger by putting him in by booking this match in the first place. Number two. In the same match, please tell me you're gonna pick this up. Please tell oh, me. Oh yeah. So right at the very beginning, Wardlow knocks a couple of them off the apron, and Dasha announces that they're eliminated. They didn't even go in. What do you mean they're eliminated? I think even JR and them were confused. They, like, they, like were, were the rules that you, you, they could be pinned, submitted, stacked like cordwood, or just dropped to the floor to be eliminated? I don't remember hearing that rule. You didn't fucking tell us the rules. This is some Vince Russo bullshit, man. Actually, you know what? I don't think he'd be, he'd be this stupid because, no disrespect, just in case he's listening, he's just using this to make fun of us on his podcast. Mm-hmm. By the way, I used to listen all the time. You say bro too much, and you're full of negativity. But listen, the the fact is this. Did you catch the bit where, like, he slams a guy, mm-hmm. and I hope I didn't cut you off, and, like, the guy, like, there's another guy on the ground, and he, like, inches way over to cover the other guy? I didn't like notice he, that. Like, by Wardlow slamming him down, he, like, took control of his body and made him get on top of another man. That I did not pick up on. But I yeah. but I did notice Wardlow stacking them. And stacking them, some of them face down. And if you're stacked face down, you're still eliminated. It, 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 was, it was very messy. It's like, did you want out of this that bad where you decided to stack up each other? It's fucking ridiculous. Stupid. All of it is stupid. So then, then, for some reason, Dan Lambert starts talking, blah, blah, blah. We see UFC legends Matt Hughes and Tyrone Woodley at ringside, right? Poor Matt. Yeah. I know. I, 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 I asked my buddy Mark about like why he looked like he couldn't move, and he said like he was in a bad car accident a while back. Yeah, that bit where he's got to, like, raise his arm. So, okay, so th- that's separate. But, like, just him walking. Matt Hughes looked like he was having trouble simply walking and, like, getting in the ring. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, they're not. So, so There's not going to be any physicality. That, dis- that disturbed me. I, like, you know, I was a huge Matt Hughes fan. Matt Hughes was my second favorite wel- UFC welterweight and my second favorite UFC fighter, period, behind GSP. Well, I, I knew that because I know of him because of you. Exactly. Like, I started watching UFC when Matt Hughes was at his prime, and then GSP beat him. And then yeah. GSP went on this incredible run. And Matt Hughes was still one, was just oh, still at the time and always has been known as one of the greatest welterweights ever. And welterweight's my favorite weight class because they just they have everything. Anyway. Yeah, he's a killer. So, so it, 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 it was hard for me to see Matt Hughes hardly able to, to walk like that. That was unfortunate. I think I really think they just should have gotten like I love Matt Hughes. I was happy to see him. I think they should have gotten someone else for that. You know. But anyway, they have and what is the po- so they have they have Lambert has Hughes and Woodley hit the ring. To, uh, he tells them to take out Wardlow, and then Wardlow's like, "Listen, we're all we're all Midwest guys. Whatever, we're cut from the same cloth." So Woodley tosses Mark Sterling. Into Wardlow for a powerbomb. Well, you know, he's Mr. Mayhem. Was this to just get Wardlow over as a Midwest hard work 
guy cut from the same cloth? Is this like the yeah, kind of you know, hometown face pop thing? I, I think it's kind of that. It's kind of like, look, these guys aren't going to fight, and Woodley himself could just kill Wardlow. But look, what I'm trying to say is, like, it, it shows that he's, like, could use his brain. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's not always, he doesn't always have to, like, come at you with his fists. Mm-hmm. Like, there's other ways out of the situation. Mm-hmm. Like, he probably thinks he can hurt these guys, but it's like, maybe he doesn't have to. Right. And, like, you know, he just finished beating up guys, though. You know what I mean? So, you can't, like, even though he really didn't expend that much energy, they got, like, zero offense on him. Mm-hmm. Like, there's still a chance they could fuck him up. Yeah. Like, even Matt Hughes with, like, one leg mm-hmm. could do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I didn't hate that that much. But it was like an awkward moment where I'm like, I felt really sad. You know, because, like, Matt Hughes goes to raise his arm. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's like, no, it's this way. And, you know, it's, it was just strange. Yeah. Like, it looked like he, for a second, it's like, I don't know. What's, I'm just excited to be here. Mm-hmm. But he, you know? he also was looking at Wardlow like he was a little, a little terrified of him. Yeah, maybe he was working. Maybe. You know, uh-huh. like, you know, they're there to play a part. Mm-hmm. And, and I guess Mark Sterling's the rich asshole that they will, he, he thought they shouldn't be listening to. Because that's why he threw Mark at him. Yeah, maybe. Or they, maybe because he was there and Lambert was up in the stands. Yeah, because Lambert's not rich. Right. I wouldn't call him a rich asshole. I would just use the asshole part. Yeah. It's a good gimmick. Uh, next segment we had, I think, the best match on the card, which I think we knew it was going to be. Will Ospreay versus Dax Harwood. Uh, you know, I was surprised what with them having two separate styles mm-hmm. of wrestling. Uh, it felt like Dax got a lot more offense than I thought he would get. Mm. Like, I just thought, I guess they just let this guy live his best life. I wonder if the original match was supposed to be CM Punk versus Will Ospreay. Yo. And he's just a substitute. You know. Because it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. With them talking about potentially later on, I guess after Forbidden Door, Ospreay versus uh, Brander Danderson. That's what I want to see. <sighs> Bro. That's fucking money. I'd rather see that than Moxley wrestle for the AEW Championship again. Yeah. Honestly. Um, it would be something refreshing and new. Um, although, you know... Mox isn't going to win it, so... You don't think he's going to win it? No, it's going to be Tanahashi. You think Tanahashi's going to be the AEW champ? Yeah, we we talked about this last week. So, it's going to... Tanahashi's going to bring the belt, the AEW title to New Japan. And and show show it off over there, get publicity with the New Japan fans and everything, while Hangman is going to win the IWGP title. Oh, swap. Yep. Okay, yeah, because I, I really would like Hangman to beat the shit out of Jay White because it'll make Adam Cole sad. Yeah. And is Adam Cole hurt? I don't know. He hasn't been doing shit. He hasn't been doing shit. But, like, they're keeping him around, you know? Mm-hmm. And he didn't have his toy belt with him. That's true. Maybe too heavy for him. I don't think Britt Baker had hers either. I think they decided that shit doesn't need to be on TV because you're not champions. Maybe. That's good. And there's a lot Although of fucking belts. Although she did lose clean yep. to, to Tony Storm, mm-hmm. which is cool. Um, Hey, man, what did you hear the rumors about the fact that Thunder Rosa might have been sandbagging Marina Shafir? I did. What do you think? Because this isn't the first time. I should have rewatched the match. Yeah, um, me too. Um, Maybe we should, like... 
talk about it next week then since we'd have to rewatch it and maybe more will develop on it. Because I can't say I noticed anything until someone said that that's what it looked like. Because mm-hmm. I thought everything was fine, but I can't guarantee that I was paying all the attention. Right. Same. And I apologize for that. Uh, like, I was definitely paying attention, but, I, like, I wasn't no, looking I was for things. No, I paying attention to that all of it, Rich. Please don't try to bury no, me. No, I'm not. Here. Like, I, I just, I, I wasn't, like, when I was watching it, I wasn't looking for things because I didn't know to look for things, you know? Mm. Like, I don't recall specifically noticing her sandbagging. I remember just not being impressed with the match in general. I don't think I could really put a put a finger on why specifically. Maybe that was it, and I just, I didn't pick up on it. It's possible. Uh, I remember, I, I remember not loving the match. I think I might have attributed it a little bit to uh, Shafir's still inexperience. But yeah, we'll rewatch the match and we can uh, talk about it again next week. Yep. I'll put it I'll put it in my notes. Let me put it in my notes now so I don't forget. Uh, rewatch. Put I have put it on my list to appropriate that uh, episode of Dynamite so I can rewatch it frame by frame. Back. And to the left. Hmm. All right. So, yeah, we talked about Tony Storm. She beat Britt Baker. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know if this is a green highlight or what, but Young Bucks again? Yeah, Bucks. I wonder if I didn't if highlight that... this at all. Yeah, you know why? Because Christian was in it, and it gets invisible for you. Right. You know, I had to let you know when Christian's around. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't make sense. Okay, it doesn't make sense why Christian turned on Jungle Boy. Like the dinosaur got put through a table or a bunch of tables or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like fell from a great height. Yeah. Like what was the guy supposed to do? It was two on one. So someone and where was he? There's no disqualification in this. Mm-hmm. He could have helped. Yeah, he could have. So, one, I think it was one of the wrestling groups that we're in, they kind of summarized it for us. They said it was long-term booking at its best. I'm sorry? In one of, in a much earlier singles tournament, or uh, or Battle Royale, whatever, Jungle Boy eliminated Christian. I think I remember something about that. All right, so he eliminated him. So then Christian starts hyping up Jungle Boy. Oh, you're so good. You're the future of the company. Blah blah blah. Hi, Luchasaurus. How you doing? Yeah. Oh, you're yeah. You're a tag team. Cool. So what 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 are your goals here? Oh, you want to be tag champs? Cool. Let me help you get the tag belts. He helps him get the tag belts. Right. He then starts making matches for them, putting them up against literally every other tag team in the company. To the point where, particularly recently, we notice Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus noticing that. That they're that he's volunteering them for them to defend the titles. Two triple threat matches in a row, by the way. Yeah, that... Okay, now you're making this make sense. So, the story here is Christian was waiting for them to drop the titles... To then drop Jungle Boy. He waited until he was at, at the peak of happiness to make and cause him to fail and then to turn on him. 
It's almost like he was doing the Batman with like uh, Bane was doing. Like they kept like this is around the I don't know if you remember the Nightfall era at DC Comics. Didn't read when Bane broke Batman's back. Because, like, all this crime and shit was happening, like, it basically he was exhausting Batman. Mm-hmm. And then he fucking, he was able to break his back because he's fucking tired. Like, he got back at Christian, not only did he exhaust Jungle Boy, and he was at the top of his whatever, mm-hmm. and that, and it's like, boom. And did he, like, say that his parents raised a piece of shit? Yeah, that was all fair. Oh my god. <laughs> That's just mean. Mm-hmm. His father's dead. Yup. L- yeah. Looking down on him like Hammond Grimes' dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you still believe in heaven, you dumbass? It's just as relevant, Cameron. Just saying. Yeah, just, just, yeah. True that. So, it's long term storytelling. Alright, cool. It's still Christian. Like, I literally can't care about it because it's Christian. I just want him off my TV. And you think your ticket to that is Jungle Boy? I don't know. Like I said, <laughs> I don't care about this. So here's what I think. This is this is the culmination. We're, we're approaching, hopefully, the end of Christian on my TV. I know you don't care about this, but I think this is the beginning of Jungle Boy singles career. Probably. Cause Depending on how long they keep Luchasaurus out. Can you remember the last time they called them Jurassic Express? That's a good question. Maybe since um they got rid of Shitstain. Um, Probably. Marco no, no. Stunt. Sorry, Marco Stunt. No, I don't mean that. Please don't fuck me up. It's only because he's short. Jerry's... Mar- Marco Stunt to fuck me Jerry's up. Jerry's heightest against us that. short people. I will never recover from that. <laughs> um, I can't have that. Please don't hurt me. It's a joke. I'm a civilian! Mm. Um... Yeah, maybe after he left, because I think all of them together is Jurassic Express. Yeah, but why not Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus? Well, I don't know, man. Well, you have was, to ask Tony What Khan. was Jurassic like about Marco Stunt? I think he's the Express part. Like, he'd go to Panda Express. You know, he'd bring them some lunch. Dinosaurs love Panda Express. Sure, sure, uh, Everyone sure. knows that. It's a known fact. Uh, you know, Scientologists can confirm. Mm. Paleontologists, I mean, that that's a different thing. <laughs> well, also, them Scientologists <laughs> are scientists with theology, right? Yeah. Sure. Anyway. Uh that was the end. That was the closest dynamite. Oh yeah, the concerto before call before telling his mom she raised a piece of shit. <laughs> That was about the only good thing about that segment that I thought. And it wasn't even officially part of the segment. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was... So let me ask you a question. Mm. How is it that Darby Allen just get literally the shit kicked out of him and still win the match? Uh, because that hold is apparently difficult to get out of. It's fucking the, uh, what do they call it? Um, do, 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 where is the end of the match here? Oh, the Last Supper—they call it. It's like an in, you know, it's like an inverted figure four, figure four, and then he uses the leverage of the legs to pin him. I don't know why he calls it the Last Supper. 
I don't know why I thought of this just now, but, you know, the real thing they should have did with SmackDown was have Vince come out at the end. I know they wanted to finish with Brock, but they could have had Brock standing in the ring successful. And they should have just showed Vince leaving and getting in a van and getting in a limousine. Hmm. And it exploded. Hmm. That's what they should have did. That's, def that's what they should have did. And they didn't do that. They did not. So, whatever. That match was very good, though, Darby and Bobby Fish. Yeah, it was. I mean, it's not really fair. Like, Bobby Fish actually wrestled Abraham Lincoln. Mm -hmm. So, honestly, you know, it's an age thing. Right. You know, Darby Allen's younger. Mm -hmm. While, you know, Dar while, while Bobby Fish has more experience, Darby Allen is, he's more durable. Uh, you know, you know all the crazy weird shit he does. Mm -hmm. he's, a, he's a tough little bastard. Mm -hmm. Did you catch Jericho's line towards the end? I fucking hate Chris Jericho's card character. Yeah. Like, keep calling him a wizard and playing into his stupid delusions. Mm -hmm. And I'm supposed to take him seriously? Fuck him. And what the fuck was the point of separating him from Sammy Guevara to have him join back? Well, like, is 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 Jericho trying to get some take some of Sammy's fucking Sammy and Tay's annoying asshole heat onto himself? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I think kind of just made sense because the fans turned on Sammy. I think they just didn't anticipate um, Sammy and Ty turning heel with their relationship. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I can't stand that bitch. Hmm. Not, and I'm talking about Sammy. I'm not talking about Tay. Mm -hmm. so, but did you... I always knew he was fucking Fuego. Mm -hmm. I wonder who he got to like pretend to be. The other Fuego, you know, what with them being in the same place, same time. I don't know. Like, how did he get himself another contract? Does he get paid twice? Probably. That's some shit, man. Tony Khan, talk to your boy. He. This, you could probably sue him. Listen, I, I think. Uh... Although he did sign him, so it's his mistake. Right. So did you catch Jericho's line though on commentary? Oh, um, no, I. I the, it was Rampage, right? Yeah. So, um. They wrap the chair around Bobby Fish's leg, and Darby hits the coffin drop onto it. But before he does, Jericho says, is he going to pilmanize him? Oh, my God. Right? Oh, my God. You think he can just say whatever he wants? I get you're a heel, but... It's a little bit in poor taste. I'm like I'm a Pillman guy, and you know the the car crash that destroyed Pillman's foot ended up destroying his life. Yeah, man, that's fucked. So no bueno, and Jericho do uh, better. Yeah, like I I'm pr you probably knew Pillman. I'm sure you did. As two people that hate that, we're saying it. Yeah. Come on, man. Do better, bro. Come on, man. Come on, man. Better than that. Oh, I heard him say that. I'm like, did he? I pause. I'm like, did he fucking say that? And I rewound I'm it. I'm telling you, he's insufferable right now. I can't. I can't take him. Mm -hmm. Annoying fucking prick. Well, anything else you want to? Oh, uh, did you want? Did you want to talk about the debut of Leon Ruff and his his uh, trios tag team roughing it? Why is this happening? Because he he's Leon Ruff and they're bears. 
bears live out in the woods, and when you, you're out in the woods, you're roughing you're it. You're roughing it. You're roughing it. Oh, my God. I, I Honestly, look, if he's not the trio's champion <laughs> inside of a decade, mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. Honestly, I don't know what to I'll do. I'll have to wrap the belt around him twice. Honestly, like Tony Khan, this is a layup, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, this is it. Get in, get get the fucking, get the bag of money. Mm-hmm. Get the bag of money. Look at all the merch. This guy, what a fucking joke. Also, they renamed the Eclipse, but I couldn't make it out. And the closed caption on my TV also couldn't make it out. So I'm still going to call it the Eclipse. Oh, so she's still doing yeah. it. Yeah. It seems like she's hitting it sloppier now. I guess maybe it's just because these people that are selling it have never taken it before. There's a lot of sloppy. Um, I'm not getting disrespectful here, so I'm just going to move on. Mm. <laughs> uh, they better not have our beat Jade Cargill for the t- TBS championship. I agree that they should not. As far as I'm not. concerned, that's the Jade Cargill championship. Yep, but I think they might. Damn Either it. her or Tony. It's what they're fucking building to. I I think. Wait, what is Tony the number one contender for? For both. Whatever. Oh, whatever. Right? Yeah, because it, it's it's just lumped for together. Like whatever. Neither championship is better than the other. Whenever. <laughs> the the Orange Cassidy rule. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck are they thinking? Putting him anywhere near Will Osprey? Listen, the people that know have seen. Orange Cassidy wrestle more than we have, say this is going to be a great match. All right. Well, I don't know. You know, I got to say, I know you're referring to sometimes they're not right. Right. I mean, at least in my opinion, like, we don't share the same opinion on this. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's okay because it's wrestling and we all like it. Everybody's got their own opinion. Not everybody's going to think the same way, you know? Mm -hmm. And I I think that's fine. I think that's what makes it cool and fun. But, like, for me... Going into this, uh, Orange Cassidy is fun to watch. He is a good wrestler when he works that uh, wrestling style as opposed to a comedic style. I I like his gimmick. Right. But so far, I like everything I've seen Osprey do in the ring. So my guess is Osprey is going to carry – there's going to be the comedy aspect to it, but I think it's going to be a good match. I'm looking for. I don't have high hopes. I have moderately higher than no hope. Well, you got higher hopes than me, brother. There you go. One of us has to be the optimist here. <laughs> if it's going to be anybody, it's going to have to be you. All right. Because 50, you have 50% share here, mm. so it's fine. That's right. Yeah. No uh, new news, it looks like. Well, I feel like this podcast is fucking ginormous, and I think that's a great way to segue to what the fuck is the the thing, the situation where we tell where Rich does his job. That's right. And if you want to email us, you can do so at basicbookers at gmail dot com. Let us know what you think of the podcast, what you think of the Vince McMahon situation, what you think of uh, Osprey versus uh, what's his name, Orange Cassidy over there. Who's doing this? <laughs> Who do you think's behind this? Who who shot JR? Whatever. Who's trying to kill Vince? Yeah. Who's trying to perform a coup? Mm. Man, let us know. Basinbookers at gmail.com. We got a Facebook page, Basinbookers. Or I guess it's the Basinbookers, but it'll probably come up either way. Just don't do slash. If you can do facebook.com slash the 
Beeks and Bookers. I remember that from last week. Emphasis on a... Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, we're on Twitcher. Twitcher. Twitter. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my I can't, God. I can't, I can't. Are you have a, a tab for Twitch right now? <laughs> no, I don't have Twitch open. Are you looking at thoughts while we're supposed to be doing a podcast, uh, you sick freak? I'm not looking at thoughts while we're doing a podcast. Are you simping while we're doing the podcast? I'm not simping at the moment. <laughs> okay. Twitter. That's the word. See, when we go when we go long, it just my 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 brain turns to mush. Listen, motherfucker, I've been up since like six o'clock in the morning. I hear you. I I know. <laughs> uh, at basement bookers, at basement chair, average there is. DMs are open. Let us know whatever the fuck you want us uh, to talk about. Let us know your thoughts on all the situations. Uh, it's Instagram, basement bookers pod. Uh, as far as where to find this podcast, you can listen to it on our Facebook page or Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And Jerry's got a party message. The match of life is scheduled for one fall. So make it count. And do what the man says. Follow the bookers. Then, now, forever. Together, brother.